mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. And we we are not here to recap the Golden Bachelor. We are here to recap the Golden God. The Golden because God. Because Jerry Gary Turner was out here being a Golden God. I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. Smooth like butter. Like you know, he, yeah, he really was. He was absolutely smooth like butter. Very smooth. I'm going to say this right now. Jerry Gary Turner, GGT, the Golden Bachelor, will be the best bachelor this franchise has ever had. Damn. I'm making that. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Wow. You know what? He blew me away with, you know, I'll be. Let me just say this. What are you was, about to say about my GGT? Well, okay, chill. What do you want to say about my GGT? I was ex- <laughs> what do you say about my GGT? <laughs> I thought he's tall, handsome, amazing life, beautiful family, the whole deal. I was a little nervous okay. about him being a little awkward. Really? Okay. Yeah, because he's kind of like, hello, everyone. It's nice to see you. You know, yes, he, like, yes. I was a little bit like, uh, you know, is he going to have the be swag tight? enough to like pull off? He's also dating? never, he's never been on the show before, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, does he, I just, I was a little nervous about the swagger level. Like, okay. is he going to be able to like date 30 women? He will be because he (laughs) is very smooth and he's, he's, I was blown away by his comfort level and his ability to move into the role. He was, so I was nervous. I was a little scared and that's no longer the case. He was so smooth. He was very smooth. He had lines for days. Lines for days. He was able to sit in the pocket. Yeah. He was able to sit there and listen and then engage. He wasn't trying too hard. He wasn't shaking. That was a weird thing too. Most bachelors, they're kind of in there and they're, t- they're telling JP like, oh, I'm very nervous. And I'm a little on edge. And, and they like, do, it's okay, they you will got shake it. a little bit. <clears throat> he was just sitting there like, it's fantastic to meet you this evening. I felt like he almost made JP shake a little bit. He almost was like, JP, I'm leading the charge. He was incredibly confident. He's like, JP, I'm hosting this show now. He's like, I'm daddy. <laughs> He's like, good to see you, son. And he and he made him sit down and give him a lesson. Because JP's like the you know, he's got the he's got the silver fox vibe. Yeah, now. He's, he's his hair's look I like the silver fox on JP big time. <clears throat> but you know, GGT looks at him and goes, Daddy's home. percent <laughs> daddy's so, home. Yeah, you can't daddy daddy. No, you can't. You know what I mean? So JP was like, you know, I'm gonna take more time off from my three minutes a year that I work. God bless. Love <laughs> you. You know, JP. love JP, but you know, he does have the sickest job on the planet. Um, but no. Blown away. I don't think I've ever seen anyone more comfortable with holding eye contact than that man. Oh, he can maintain some it serious like, eye contact. I find myself, I'm pretty good at eye contact, but then like he made me feel very insecure about my inability to maintain <laughs> yeah, eye contact. Yeah, 100%. he'll just stare you right down. Oh, he, Jerry Gary Turner is the perfect combination of simultaneously being kind and sensitive and strong and thoughtful and he's got that like swag to him and he's charming he is everything to me like i 
within the first, that first 30 seconds of the first episode of The Golden Bachelor, where it starts um, without music and we see him putting on his suit. We see the representation with him putting in his hearing aids. And then he is then kissing the photo of his late wife. And then the Cat Stevens song comes on. I started bawling because it was so... You just felt it in your bones. It was so magic. You know what's something that's interesting? You brought up the Cat Stevens thing. Yeah. That was the first time in a long time I thought, wow. And I didn't even kind of register it was Cat Stevens at first. But Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, wow, this song is hitting so much harder. Yeah. And it was because it's a real song by a real person. (laughs) Instead of like, you got to give it a countdown. (laughs) You got to live your life. And it's like, that's Love Island, Bachelor in Paradise. Now Bachelor. So it's just like, in the stars tonight. We're gonna have a good old time. The Love is Blind music is wild. But it's like, you're so used to hearing this just kind of like, no offense, just like garbage (laughs) that's made by, like, listen, I've done those type of tracks before for TV shows. Like, we literally get in a room and we go, what kind of crap would they like? And then you just like churn it out in an hour. And you're like, they're going to like stuff about like the night and like stars and like one chance. And you just literally have keywords. And that music is so uninspiring and it does not do anything to the soul. Mm -hmm. So when there's an actual real song, I'm sitting there like trying to hold back tears because I'm like, oh, music can move you. They spent all their budget on that one song, probably. Well, they not only that, they had numerous like proper songs throughout the episode. They also just had like beautiful strings playing throughout it. The soundtrack behind this episode was phenomenal. It was really good. Everything about it. If you have not, I'm telling you, I know a lot of people who tune in to sometimes Bachelor podcasts and recap stuff have stopped watching. I'm telling you right now, if you have not watched the Golden Bachelor episode one, Run, do not walk. Okay, watch it immediately. It felt so good. That was the big difference to me. It was the warmth of this show. I'm so excited to just keep watching. The women were so supportive of one another. He was so lovely. It just, it was so loving. It was love. Like you felt the love pulsating off the screen. And I feel like we've become, and I'm just, this is a, this is an address to just all of us as a family. We've become so accustomed to like toxicity being the entertainment. Yeah. Which I do love. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, well, we're going to be discussing bachelor in paradise later in this episode. So obviously we haven't even addressed our looks today, but this is, this is, you know, our, this is the golden match look. Yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, you're getting the vibe. If you're not, you know, if you want to like check out the thumbnail or something, we got, epic looks right now but uh the thing i will say is that i've grown accustomed i feel like we all have to like if there's not drama mm-hmm. then the show's not entertaining yes and it, you know usually an episode will come out and you're like oh people everyone will say nothing happened it's because no one did any like bullshit that was mean or something right right right, right. um and although i agree that we need some of that drama in shows because it's, it does create like controversy and it is fun uh i, I don't think i've ever seen a show do such a good job at making it like enjoyable to watch, but also have it not be just full of toxic drama, at least for the first episode Yeah, to where I found myself just smiling and I walked away from it going, I enjoyed that very much. And I didn't feel like kind of icky about it, which I, we generally kind of feel like when we watch any reality TV is like, there's a little bit of ick attached. And you're like, 100%. We like it, but no, anyway. I, I, I genuinely, I, I laughed. I smiled from ear to ear. I cried. I felt like it took me through the gamut of all the emotions. And that's why I love the fact 
that this is happening at the exact same time as Bachelor in Paradise. Because right. I feel like we get both sides of the spectrum. We get the young crying, why are you? And then we get the other like fun, wholesome vibe. And uh-huh. I feel like it's a great juck. And the fact that we're going to be reviewing them on the same episodes is very fun. I feel it's, like it's it a is. marriage. It's very exciting. It is a marriage. I was seeing some people online being like, I can't after watching the Golden Bachelor and the purity and joy of that. Like I cannot then hop into Bachelor in Paradise. It's too. It's too wild. And I personally, I liked like you said the juxtaposition. You just need balance in your life. You can do both. I promise. <laughs> we can do both. It's gonna be very fun. So just embrace the fact that you need a little toxicity and you need some wholesomeness. You know, it's it's all about balance. Well, yeah, I don't know about toxicity. You, but need, you have to need have a little bit of drama. A little bit of drama. A little bit of wholesomeness. Side note. Um, yeah, but speaking of toxic, I would like to discuss, as you were saying, we are dressed for the occasion before we dive mm-hmm. in. We are dressed for the Golden Bachelor. I am rocking a wig. Um, but Evan, um, the outfit that I have gathered for you is um It's really just a dream. It's ha- truly my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's 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 two things. Number one is she found an actual golden fedora, which is something that we've been talking about for the last year. We if found you know. it. It's going in the gallery. It's going in the archives of your mom and dad of the family <laughs> yes. is the is the golden fedora was actually found. I couldn't yes. believe it when I found it's it. It's a true golden fedora. Yep. I look like <laughs> what I look like. And I feel like I nailed this perfectly. This this name or this concept I look like the guy who is your worst nightmare during your bachelorette party. So like you're in Vegas with all your friends at the pool. Uh This guy walks up to your big group of women and goes like, ladies, I had no idea that like Playboy Mansion had early. You know what I mean? Like some some gross one liner. It's like I had no idea the model convention just got out. What's up? Do you guys like money? You know, I just look like the worst guy ever. And then after you like make fun of me and diss me and humiliate me, I stick around because I kind of love it. So I stick there and I go like, ha like you guys are crazy. I love how hard to get you play. And then I kind of sit there and I have my drink and I'm just kind of sitting there like in the corner of your party. And then you kick me out. And then I say something like. Well, you guys are assholes or like something about the fact that I forced myself on no, that you. That is a thousand percent. And then I call you assholes for like not wanting to hang out this with This is a hundred percent the look. I mean, the golden fedora, those those glasses, the bow tie with the beads. And I actually with this golden, this cheap golden wig, I look like I'm, you know, at a bachelorette party where we all were told to wear like different colorful yes. wigs. Yeah, but that's you just look cute. Thank I you. look like hell on wheels. <laughs> yeah, you really do. I look like hell on I look like hell in a like person. I just look like everyone's worst nightmare. It doesn't matter who you are. I show up near you. By the way, I don't have any friends. So like this guy, you wonder, you're like, I'm in Vegas with my seven friends. Who is this guy that he's at this pool party alone in this outfit, bugging the shit out of everyone? Like I am that guy. And you just wonder like, who is he just do this? And does this ever work? But it's a part of the golden fedora philosophy, which is makeouts. <laughs> Never sex, just makeouts. Stack them. As many as possible. As many as possible. It truly is. Lee could not be with us today, sadly. Yeah. And I am like actually devastated because I wish Lee was viewing you right now. Mm. I'm Lee's worst night. I'm Lee's. Yeah, Lee is the type, type of guy that like. I literally am his worst nightmare. Yeah, because Lee's just so cool. He's so chill. And I'm just the guy who just rushes (laughs) in and goes like, just starts 
being critical of everything we're doing and telling me that one time that my thing was better than yours. And like, you tell me some cool experience you went on and I tell you how I did it seven times way better than you will ever do, you know, or like try to give you financial advice when you didn't ask for it. I definitely feel like there is one person I could see, um, Zach Shalcross bumping into you in Vegas and being like, I, uh, I really like your look. Yeah. Yeah. Zach though. Zach, I'm a good buddies of like, I'm good buddies with Zach. That's your one friend. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm actually like annoyed by Zach. I'm always like, Zach's kind of annoying. And Zach's, <laughs> yeah. You know how you meet certain people and their friends are the worst? <laughs> like, that's Zach for sure. That's so sad. Like, Zach's like a nice guy, right? But like, you know that like, if he's going to be like, I'm going to bring a couple buddies over to the Super Bowl party, is that cool? And you're like, fuck. Katie dude. probably is not like a massive fan of the friends. No, he's probably just got a lot of me. <laughs> a lot of these guys that just come in and start saying wild <laughs> shit. Anyway, should we get into this? Yeah, let's get into this absolutely <laughs> incredible episode. It was so fun. Um, so like I said, we're going to dive into The Golden Bachelor right now. And after we then recap episode one of The Golden Bachelor, we're going to dive into uh, some of the highlights of the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. So let's get into Golden Bachelor. Before we actually get into The Golden Bachelor, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to have you take off your golden um, bow tie because I can hear it through the mic. You can hear my bow tie? Okay. I can hear the bow tie. <laughs> and it might be giving me the ick. Oh, really? The out- it's it's not the rest of the outfit. <laughs> it's the sound of the bow tie. <laughs> okay, there we go. There right, we go. Back. Much better. Much better. Um, okay, so direct from the top, I mean Again, it starts off this episode, Golden Bachelor, 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. We're really getting to know Jerry Gary Turner, which, by the way, I know if if you're new to joining uh, your mom and dad podcast, I know it's I know that it's Gary, but we have it's Jerry Gary Turner to us now. It's GGT. It just it is what it is. It's like when you have a friend, you know, and then you mispronounce their name and it becomes their nickname or something. That's their name for the rest of the life. Yeah, it's GGT. It's Jerry Gary Turner. Um, But we're finding out a little more about his background. And obviously we had seen clips before on um, after the final rose and everything. Um, But hearing about um, his his late wife and his grandchildren and just like than the reel that they were showing yeah. of him uh, doing all the different talk shows and the daytime show spots. Uh, it was just, the emotion was just absolutely building. We see him uh, pull up to the Bachelor Mansion. Yes. I have chills. This whole like, oh. this whole episode was my chills moment. Mm-hmm. The whole episode was my chills moment. Yes. And he looked so slick. Dude, I mean, I'm what a look suit. so bad at that age. It's <laughs> insane. Like, I already don't look as good as him, and he's 71. Like, it's, I'm just depressed about it. It's fine, whatever. But, like, everyone was just looking so gorgeous. But, I mean, just like the styling, his suit styling was just tailored perfectly. Looks, I was just right away noting he how he just looks good in a suit, too. He looks great in some a suit. Some people are like, it's like, you know, some people say, like, I was born in heels. Yeah. I love being in yeah. heels. <laughs> yeah. He was born in a suit for sure. Some mm-hmm. people are just meant to be in a suit. He absolutely was. Um, but should we talk about the limo entrances? Yes. Okay, so let's go through the limo entrances. First, we have Edith, who mm-hmm. comes out in this gold dress. She looks incredible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Absolutely walks out of like the limo. Like a 70-year-old supermodel kind of vibe. You're like, oh, she definitely was a model. You know what I mean? She has that kind of like... 
It's like the, it's kind of, you know, no, not model is the right word. Uh, like Hollywood starlet vibe. Yes. She's yes. got kind of a, like, oh, an actress in the 60s. Well, she looked like she should be at the Oscars. Exactly. Accepting a golden award. Yes. And she just, I love the fact. I'm, I'm curious if production was like, okay, first entrance, we're going to do a golden dress. Or if she got that yeah. dress herself. Because if she chose that, I'm like, Edith. Tens across, and she the board. had like the voluptuous, glowing gray hair, and and I have to tell you all of this about Edith because it was like such a precious moment. So Ember, actually, Evan and I watched The Golden Bachelor at separate times, mm-hmm. and Ember watched the first like ten minutes with me. And first of all, Ember, I'm like bravo with this show when the seven year old she was crying in the first five minutes, and Whoa. she was like, "I love him, he's so wonderful," and she was like caught up. But she watched, yeah, like I said, the first 10 minutes with me and she just saw Edith's entrance. Yeah. And when Edith came out of that limo, Ember literally looked at me and she goes, she's an angel. Yeah. I said, I know. She looks she like an angel. She has that vibe, yes. An absolute, just ethereal, Stunning. just floating. Yes. Um, and she had the golden confetti poppers mm-hmm. and then Jerry was like, we just made history and that moment will be burned forever yes. in the history books of the Golden Bachelor, the first entrance. A hundred percent. Before we continue, one thing I want to say is shout out to all these women because they brought back the OG entrance vibe. There was <clears throat> entrances, one-liners, corny moments. It like, was amazing. They, their energy was amazing. They would get out and be like, woo! Like, <laughs> yes. we've, like over the years, the energy has just it gone It feels like it's down. declined. So now yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. more entrances. Everyone just goes, walks in and goes, hi, <laughs> I'm this person and I'm just really excited to be here. And they go, oh, you're beautiful. And they go, thank you. And then they go inside. That's literally every entrance of the modern Bachelor and Bachelorette these days. These ladies came out with the they OG brought, 2007 fire. and They, they, they brought they the energy big time. Way more energy than their counterparts. And that's the thing about this show too that I'm already just loving is that there's conversation about and they had it in like the clips with Jerry Gary Turner at the beginning where he was doing the interview where it was like this is the representation for people who are dating in their 70s and I just loved how they really focused on the fact that it's like here are these amazing people and they're in their 60s and 70s and they want to have fun. These people have so much more energy than I do. It's insane. <laughs> Like, I was literally like, I didn't understand it. I'm so tired. You're just thinking about how late they're filming and you're like, there's no way. Dude, watching them. (laughs) I've never been. I've never had. I've never had as much energy as any one of those single women just getting out of the limo in my whole life. I don't know if I'm a low energy king or what, but like, dude, if I'm this age, which is like 24, if I'm this age and have this low energy, like, dude, by the time I'm 70, it's just going to be like this. But I just, like, love, like, huh. I just love that that was a big focus that it's just like, I don't know, like, yeah, we all get older, but just because we get older doesn't mean that we just, we don't want to find love and we want to have fun. Dude. And it just, you felt that. And I just, Absolutely. I loved it. I loved Absolutely. it. Um, next we had Ellen, which tear jerker. So Ellen came out and she right away shouted, Roberta, we made it. And I, at first of all, yeah, I was like, what is that? Like, yeah. And then. Um, GGT, you know, asked her what that mm-hmm. meant. And we found out that her best friend for 60 years, her and her best friend, Roberta, um, are big fans of the show and they had always watched it and talked about it. And uh, Roberta had cancer. And so they made a joint decision that uh, Ellen would go on yeah. the show. And oh it was just, and then at the very end, 
you know, they had the um, memoriam to Roberta because she has passed away. And it was just to know that these two besties had been watching the show and then that Roberta was able to know that her friend got on the show. And not only that, like Ellen is so fabulous. She had such a fantastic first night. Um, It was it was truly beautiful. Oh my gosh. What, I mean, what a just treat to know your, you know, if you're this, you know, close, close friend and you're going through hell. Yeah. And the fact that you get some chunk of joy through seeing your friend go on your favorite show, that must have just meant so much to both of them. Yes. And so that was a massive tear jerking moment. She was adorable and energy was incredible. And those two hit it off. They hit it off. I was about to say they connected and I, Big I it time. was different. It was different. It was different. It was definitely one of the top women where I was like, okay, there is there is an intense connection immediately between her and GGT. Yes. And one thing I will say about Ellen is she just seems like a giver. Yeah. You know what I mean? She seems like someone who's a giver and on many levels. And it was just, I almost just felt like this, it's nice to see her receive, like receive this experience to mm. get on the show to be adored by this guy like i don't know she just yeah <clears throat> she had a giver and you know certain people just give yeah, off a like, giver percent. energy yeah and she hit me as someone who like deserves to receive yeah doesn't like isn't selfish and doesn't get a lot and so like she seems like someone who deserved this more than anybody so it was very that. special and i hope we see a lot more of ellen on our screens mm-hmm. um then we had sandra oh my <laughs> god sandra Dude, she walked out she's just like hello it was like it was like is there mist did someone put out a fog machine all of a sudden like her energy was just like good to see you ggt <laughs> Sandra. it is fantastic to be in your presence like it was like <laughs> like it literally she brought like Whoa. totally sandra sandra was everything to me like the fact that this woman came up and told GGT, she's like, I have this Zen practice and let's take some deep breaths together. She she got me because I was like, that's where it's going to end. Yeah. We're going to take deep breaths together. We're going to have a moment together. And then she's going to, you know, float away into the mansion. And when they started bleeping her out, I was on the floor laughing. Well, yeah, what did she? I wonder what she said. I think they released it. I have to go check it out. But I, she said then in her interview in her ITM after that, she's like, I love an F word. I love an S yeah. word. So I'm imagining that she was throwing out some F bombs. And I'm like, Sandra, I see your meditation and I receive it. Getting thrown out some F bombs sometimes. Yeah. God, it just yeah, the feels only good. thing was, which was shocking to me, which I thought she was flawless. She came out with low energy in like a, in like a vibey way, not like in a bad way, in like a vibey way. She walked right up and then she had like a shocker moment right where yes. she she's super vibe energy she's talking about like i just want to like <laughs> namaste this moment i just want to like meditate and vibe and then she says something probably to the effect of like fuck it all it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, right something sure. he doesn't respond that was a little like i was like Ugh, that was the only at like first, clinch moment first. where he kind of like he kind of goes, oh, like he kind of just looks at her and smiles. And I was like, oh, she kind of like I would have cracked. I would have laughed. I would have thought that was hilarious. He was kind of shocked by it and a little like didn't know how to respond. Maybe which he I was thought just was thinking about he's like, oh, God, ABC is going to have to spend extra money on bleeping this. Out. I was told well, no, not to yeah, swear. Later, later, she said, like, was that too much for you? And he said, well, I was a little shocked by it. But then he joined in. 
remember so it almost seemed like he just wasn't maybe in that mindset maybe he was still nervous person three he was still on edge sure, so sure, then sure, sure. he wasn't really ready but that was the only moment i was like oh like i thought that was funny and then he it didn't crack fantastic. and i was a little like that was awkward you know what i mean but it is what it is you know you, you swing and you miss sometimes. i'm just saying i think i have a feeling that ggt was told beforehand you know by producers they're like no swearing Keep the swearing to a minimum maybe it you know it costs us money to be editing it out so, we thought, so this let's is gonna not, be cut anyway and he's so. like oh oh no like yeah. I, i'm i'm not this is a rule break i shouldn't be doing I this i get that okay all right but I love that. That was incredible. And also then in her ITMs, I was obsessed with the fact that she was talking about like that she wants intimacy, that she loves these F words, these S words. I'm like, Sandra's the type of person I want to hang out with. Yeah, she's, she's, she's very comfortable with herself. That was the vibe I got. A thousand percent. A Super thousand percent. Then we have Leslie. Now, Leslie comes out with a full costume on. And it was awesome. The, she came out in like the the like permed like wig pjs on yes and, and ggt was it. so sweet too because he was like do you can i help you with anything yeah. do you need help and then she just ripped it off <laughs> and had like a lace dress and was just like bah, bah. looking sexy mm-hmm. sexy and we find out in her itms that leslie dated prince and prince wrote the song sexy dancer about her that's crazy. which is one of the biggest flexes we've ever seen on the show ever i mean if that's true which i have no reason to doubt that that's wild dude leslie is my like when i watch documentaries about like health and getting old you know you like netflix comes out with something and you're watching and you're like okay i gotta get my shit together you know what i mean i gotta get my shit together she is literally like the poster child of like what you hope to be when you're at that age she's like paddle boarding and fitness instructing dancing dancing and like has energy for days and has a smile on all the time like she was like inspiration it was it was inspo vibes for her i was like dang she is like hasn't lost a step again more energy than i've ever had in my entire (laughs) life i just was just obsessed with then the prince drop we find out she was married uh twice for seven years and her energy right away where she said, when I found out it was GGT, all I could think was move over, bitches. I'm like, okay, Leslie's fun. And she's dancing with him. Yeah. Great energy. Love the vibe. I think we'll see Leslie for a hot minute. I agree. I think we'll I see Leslie for a hot agree. minute. Um, and then we have a few of the women who pop out where we don't see a, a large portion of entrance, but we see Marina. She is looking absolutely stunning in her sari. Mm. We see Christina, Joan, Natasha is spinning, who I can't wait to talk about Natasha later. Oh, Fan. the laugher? Oh, my yes, God. the laugher, yes. And yes. remember I told you that she is, like, super amazing on social media and mm-hmm. TikTok and gives, like, all these inspirational moments and on TikTok? And she takes the energy to hold. I thought everyone had energy. She wipes the floor energy-wise. Wipes the floor energy-wise. Yes. Um, and then we saw Peggy, Pamela kisses him on the cheek, Kathy, Nancy. She says that she's also wearing ear candy. That was a really mm-hmm. cool moment. Um, Teresa. Yes. Teresa comes out. Which, by the way, I don't know if you recalled Teresa when you saw her. Yes. When we did the cast bios, Teresa was our last. Oh, she, she was, was at the very end of the list. I don't remember what I said about her. What did I say? Well, you ha- were drunk at that point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Heaven, My bad. Heaven had been drinking, and he was drunk at that point. And Teresa was the one that you're like, I think that she's going to start some drama in this house. And then after you looked at her for a while, you're like, sorry, Teresa, that's so not true. That came out of nowhere, and you gave the oh, formal apology yeah. to Teresa. It was Teresa. a formal apology for just no reason judgment. Yes, yeah, I you apologize. just you were just throwing out something. Um, one thing I want to say about Teresa. Yes, her house looks insane. It Did really you, does. When she was like in her backyard, I was like, where is she? Like on some <laughs> estate? Like, dude, the, the like, she had like a fenced in farmland with yeah, like this sick ass house. I was very jealous of that. <laughs> it was just, just a random thought. I remember seeing her like in her backyard and I was like, what the hell? Like, like it looked incredible. Teresa. And she did the birthday th- suit kind of moment yeah so she says it's her birthday and she's like why not come in my birthday suit and she starts dropping that robe i thought she was naked the way that they edited <laughs> I, thought she was naked. I was like now we're talking like this is next level i hope i mean i was like i the way she sold it it was You're like I'm so, in. it was so real i was like dude she's full on naked the way that <laughs> the way they shot it, the, the way, way that her they eyes shot were, it, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then his face, and then her pulling it off. I'm like, "This is a first, I believe, in Bachelor history that we have full nudity night one." Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been epic. But then she had like a nude colored dress on. Yeah, so that was, was like playing. gorgeous and sparkly. But that was such that's that was a the fun, right move. You know what I mean? But it was it the was fact so because well done. then she also gets to say too. She gets her moment with GGT where she gets to tell him it's my birthday tonight. Yes. So then you have the fun birthday suit combo the sexy sexy moment Again. and then also just fyi it's my birthday exactly which is always a classic little winner oh now you kind of owe them something you know what i mean like you oh it's a happy win. birthday if you i can win. give anyone one piece of advice just say it's your birthday all the time just, just say it's your birthday <laughs> the first night of the show or on a night where you're like i'm about to get cut yeah. be like by the way everybody it's my birthday it was my birthday because I think it's Seven Eleven. If you say it's your birthday, you get like a free slushie or something uh-huh. like that. So it was my birthday like twelve months a year when I was a kid. It was just they're like, wait, you're just you're you're just that same guy that was in here last week wearing a golden fedora. And I'm like, it's my birthday, Kent. Don't, don't question me. You're like, me. I have a series of costumes in my closet. Just for it's 7-11s. not because I love costumes, but it's just for the slurpee of it all. Yes, I just do like a Seven Eleven. I have twelve Seven Elevens I hit, and I hit them once a month. Um, but uh. Yeah, again, you know what? It was just another fun entrance. Yeah. And it's something we don't see anymore. Like, what happened? Why did we, did we lose the entrances? Like, it used to be, like, such a staple of the show, which was, like, people coming in, doing all this crazy shit. Now, no one does anything. So, it was it was a really nice refresher. I was like, oh, we get to see some fun entrances, some corny lines. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And um, we also find out about Teresa that um, it was it's her 70th that day. Yeah. Um, and she lost her husband nine years ago. And Teresa is big bachelor, bachelorette energy. I don't mean like I don't mean like going to become the ba- the golden bachelorette. Oh. Maybe, maybe, but I mean more like this show because Teresa throughout this episode was absolutely giving me just the pure. I'm really looking for love. Like I just I crave love, mm. and we saw that throughout her narrative in this episode and she discussed it in ITMs. She discussed it with GGT and you see this pure desire to like find love. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I, I think she's, she's definitely going to be, she's another one. I mean, I felt like it was pretty clear and we can discuss it afterwards who his front runners were night yeah. one. You know, obviously that can change. Yes. It will shift, but Teresa was definitely one of his front runners. I agree. For sure. She was great. And 
And she, she kisses him right on the lips, by the way. I did in see the entrance. that. And it wasn't a makeout. It was like it was like a kiss that deserved on a che- that deserved to be on a cheek. Right on the lips. Right on the lips. Bold move, and I loved it. It was. You know what it was? It was a kiss you give when you say goodbye to your significant other before they leave for work. Hundred percent. And that was like the first time I've ever seen that in any show ever. <laughs> I feel like they're doing the reception. <laughs> because I, they kissed. Like, it down. was like a, hey, babe, I'll see you later for dinner. Like, it was like a, mwah, right on the lips. But it wasn't a, uh, and it wasn't like a cheek. It was like a, right on the lips, I'll see you later for dinner. I think I wrote it down too, but someone else did it as well. Like, a quick peck on the on the lips. And I was like, God damn, I love this. I'm living for this. Right. The confidence of just like, I'm just going straight in. We're doing a quick peck. It's like, I feel like that's such a great, like, middle ground. Because yeah, you're breaking the ice too. On this, on the normal show, it's like either, well, I'm not ready yet, or tongue down the throat. <laughs> sure. But I mean, don't we, can't we find a middle ground here? Like, can I kiss you on the lips for a second and then call it, and then later on we do the tongue down the throat? I feel like these people figured it out. They're like, how about we just do a smooch? A smooch. See if there's a little vibe there. Break the ice. But I don't have to do tongue down the throat. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So I liked it. It was a, it was a it was a middle ground between tongue down the throat. Shout out Teresa. I look. Like your, I mean, I look so <laughs> he, he horrific. He just caught himself in the monitor. I just caught myself in the monitor. I've never seen anyone more just absolutely offensive by just my pure nature than I am right now. Like this is hell. I look. I didn't know I was capable of looking this horrific as a person. Anyway, continue on. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Next, we have. Mm-hmm. My queen. Oh, we talking about the A? We are talking about the A-town? A Town April Evan. Everything we hoped for. Evan. We nailed it. I mean, it wasn't hard to nail because that photo of, of her in the cast bio was just it was so you just you saw April immediately and you saw that photo and you knew who she was and we were a hundred percent correct and Evan. It was better than I imagined. Dude. Because there was an energy in the photo with Caspia where I'm like, is she going to be very like, you know, this high society yeah, like energy kind of where smug. like there's kind of like a stick up the ass uh-huh, vibe a little uh-huh. bit. And she no. was a ball. She was get this woman on the Real Housewives. Like, I literally have this get in my this notes woman that on I wrote. The Real Housewives. I said every time she did an ITM, I felt like I was just watching the Housewives and they were interviewing one of the Housewives. Like, like she I, has the she has that energy. Like incredible. ditch all the other Housewives and bring her on. The fact that Bravo has not caught wind of April and that April is not part of the franchise is the biggest loss that they've ever taken. <laughs> like she says, I've had three men, which I just absolutely love. Whatever that means. Right. Like married, love. Yes. That you currently have three men. You know what I mean? Whatever <laughs> right. that means. And then um, the whole chicken dance butt smack I mean dude, dude she's everything you could ever hope and want when she of- walked up and she's like I grew up on a chicken farm and my eggs are still fresh fabulous line yes. hilarious she says she is eccentric that normal is boring she's doing bird calling so obviously I'm resonating with her I'm like out here doing my crow calls I'm yeah. like April's out here doing like chicken calls and stuff I'm like April I, I love you yeah. I see you she's so free you know she's what? like yeah there's so much freedom in this person and yeah. the fact that she's doing the chicken dance smacking her ass mm-hmm. just having the best time normal is boring like she said yes. i'm like give us the merch april normal is boring Honestly, you are everything to merch. us uh i'm jealous of her because she is a character and I love characters. You, you love know a character. me. I, I absolutely love adore character. characters in, in my own personal life. Like some of my friends are absolute characters. Those are the most treasured. I'm <laughs> jealous of people who are characters because being a character 
has got to be the funnest existence oh, ever. And you can't fake it. No. And you, it's got to be real. No, you, like can't, April, you can't fake you can't being fake a character. the April vibe. Like April no. is your own person. Even, and I want to get, like, we'll get into it. Maybe can, I can jump, jump ahead to this, but You want to talk about the calendar? You want to talk about the like, fucking calendar? Dude, her calendar <laughs> was insane. Okay. She had a calendar of only pictures of herself doing like farm stuff. And then every month was April. Like Evan, that when she killed when me, she opened dude. the calendar and it was April. I obviously I right away knew okay it's going to be twelve photos of her. Sure, but then I thought she just started on the month of April. Yeah, of course, but when she turned the page <laughs> it and it said April, April I was like, this woman is a like my deity. It's because characters think differently. God. Characters like no one, no one in like who's not a character would think let me put together a calendar of myself and every month is april yeah that, that's just you can't think that way unless you are built like a character and april's built that way the fact that she presented him with like green screen-esque <laughs> pictures of herself in a calendar where there's only one month for 12 times it she was incredible i loved her and the fact that she didn't know about the rose remember oh she yeah. had to be explained like Teresa was like, yeah, so the rose is like, she's like, what, how many of those are there? Like, she didn't even know how the show worked. No, because she, you know why? Because April is just like my, my schedule is packed because I have a hundred photo shoots for myself. No lined one asked for them. She you just know does them. Every year that April does many photo shoots just for personal joy. And I'm obsessed. And if anyone else did that, you would hate them for it. But April, for some reason, can pull it off. Like people like April pull off things that no one else can pull off. And it's. And you worship it. Like you walk into April's house, there's a massive oil painting of herself and it doesn't bother you. No. And normally you'd be like, you'd be like this is, is a this wild red flag. But yeah. with April, I'm like, I appreciate this. And I would also like that exact painting for my own house to put of you in my living room. Not of you, but of April. Exactly. exactly. I don't want one of me. No. I want one of April. I love her. I am she's obsessed with her. Also, I, I mean, I don't think she's going to like, personally, I don't think she's going to like go far i don't see her with ggt but i think that she is a riot and i think she's gonna provide a lot of she also is she's she's reality tv gold yeah so she's she's gonna get on the housewives if she doesn't she's gonna be on something if not it's gonna be a waste and i have to tell you this too after seeing that calendar you better trust and believe what you're gonna be getting for christmas because april inspired me you will be receiving a Jessica. There's calendar. no Jessica month, babe. I forgot. I forgot to tell you, but there's no month of Jessica. You think that's going to stop me? King? <laughs> you think I am? I am now. April's energy January, is flowing. February, March, her, Jessica, her April. energy is flowing through my body. And I'm telling you, I'm inspired and I don't fucking care if there's not a month called Jessica. You're getting a Jessica calendar. Okay. Okay. If he doesn't want it, I'll start selling it. online. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next. Oh, by the way, too, I was, Oh, that's who it was. April then kissed him on the lips, too. Right after Teresa, she kissed him directly on the lips. Love it. God, I love this. Um, Love a smooch. Love a smooch. Next, we have Renee. And Renee is in her track suit cheering. Oh, yeah, she was sweet. Cheering for GGT. um, And her cheer was hilarious. Something like, I I hope hope to bring you lots of luck because I'm the girl you want to... Mary, yeah. it was very funny. Was very it was cute. very funny. Um, by the way, people were sending me DMs about the fact that Renee is good friends with Pilot Pete's mom, Sweetnums. Okay, which now it makes perfect sense, and they actually kind of look very similar. And 
Renee was one of the women who didn't make it past night one uh, as goes with Matt James's mom. Yeah. And it was be- shocker bewildering to me shocker bewildering to me that Matt James's mom Patty and Renee who's tight with Sweetnums the two people who have the bachelor connection did not get past night one well Patty was taller than him and he's like six two yeah so that was shocking to me i have yes. no idea the height on her she's very tall she's that tall drink of water wild she's tall drink like, of water he was looking down on everyone by like seven inches yeah and then she comes out and he's kind of looking up and that blew my mind i had no idea she was that tall no she's like supermodel tall but the only thing that i didn't like not didn't like from her like it was it was not something i thought about but the fact that the opening line was something about the fact that like i know this could work because my son was on the show i know but you know that I there, almost, you yeah, know that she was told that she has sure. to say that. I'm not saying it was her fault. Yeah. I'm more just saying like it wasn't a personal. I didn't get personal vibes yeah. from it. And so I think that probably he has to make such a quick decision in the moment that like it didn't feel like personal. It felt like I'm way too familiar with this show. And maybe in his brain, he was kind of like, you know what? I, I don't really know much about the show. I kind of want to meet someone else who doesn't know. Like, I don't know. Who knows what it yeah, was? Yeah, I mean, like I said, too, even in cast bio, just knowing a little bit of Patty from Matt James's season, I didn't see them working out. I didn't just think that the there vibe. was going to be a vibe there. But I will tell you what, if I was Patty, I'd be pissed. I'd be like There's so much build up. I'd be like, you also are you know, promoing me for the show. Like Matt, Matt James has been talking mom. about it. There's been posts and I, stories. I'd be like, dude, I better like have in my, in my contract that I'm staying. You would think that they would just keep her around just kind of like written in at least for a couple of weeks, but I mean, it kind of, maybe he may, totally it, controls the vibe, which is unusual. Exactly. So I'm like, is something different going on? Maybe, they're where, gonna, maybe he kind of said, Hey, I'm not playing I'm, this game. I'm, I'm not keeping anybody around who I actually am not like into it seems like it could be that way because i was yeah i was absolutely shocked um but after renee there's maria they have a cute dance anna was cute she's like i like adventure let's get the hell out of here susan then shows up aka chris jenner dude she is amazing like what incredible (laughs) dude you see the smile before you see her so like her her smile precedes her correct she she's got like a tv host from the six from the 50s smile like hello and welcome you know what i mean like she's got exactly (laughs) and she is dolled in a gown a glittery gown with purple feathers it is drama. Mm-hmm. The women really brought it with the clothes, by the way. They were wearing yes. stunning fits. Jerry gowns. Jerry had the gorgeous suit, and the women were really bringing it with the gowns. Um, but she had like a proper mm-hmm. Academy Award outfit going yes. on. And she right away comes up, and she's like, Jerry, I'm going to marry you. She wa- is walking away. The line of the fucking night, she walks away and says, Jerry... You see these heels? I'm very comfortable with six inches. Incredible. An incredible line. That was a great line. Because she threw it away, too. Yeah. She didn't go right up to Jerry and say that immediately. She's walking out, which leads me to believe it wasn't... Like, there's something... People are going to be like, Jessica, you're wrong. But I feel like it wasn't even planned. She was walking away, and she threw it over her shoulder. Just like, by the way, very comfortable with Now, the only thing I'm wondering about that comment is... You could put the guy in in a mind game. 
It's true. It's, if if he's not quite at that level, you know, at there, he could be in a. It could could fuck him up a little. That's bit. very true. That's very true. You don't you know, know what's what I mean? going on. You don't know. So yeah. I thought that was a bold move. It is a bold move. I was like, wait, I'm in my head about that. Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> um. Next, we have Patty, um, who we spoke about. Um, she, by the way, that dress was incredible. Did you yes. get a look at her dress? I want that dress. Yes. It was, it was absolutely, absolutely stunning. stunning. Um, then we have Sylvia and Jeannie. And then we get Chippy, <laughs> who when Chippy came out, when she was like, um, are we there? See you in hell. No, yeah, yeah. She got she gets out of the limo and talking to the rest of the ladies, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I was like, dude. Who is this? Like when you just heard "see you in hell," it was like "I'll see you in hell." Like and it was Chippy, like amazing. I have to tell you something. I am actually like really bummed out that Aunt Chippy is not staying because I fucking love Aunt Chippy. Well, I recognized her. Yeah, when she got out, I was like, "Wait a second. You're like, I know her. I know her. And then I, know. I realized, oh, Kimmel. I was like, okay, she used to come on the show a lot. So I remember watching, um. The show a lot, no big deal. I've worked on the show a lot of times, no big deal. Oh but I'm God. just saying, I remember her. Did you ever meet Aunt Chippy? I never met her, but I saw her walking down the halls and stuff. I'd seen her Stop before. Stop it. I'm and like, then, I love her. No, she's an absolute character. But I remember even watching the show back in the day, Kimmel, she would always come on. And so like, I was hoping that was a real person. Then I realized, oh, okay. It's a I was like, I want Aunt Chippy on my fucking screen. Dude. I want Aunt Chippy. I love Aunt Chippy. <laughs> she fell asleep later. And then she <laughs> fell asleep later. Up. And I mean, my God, all of and us she woke be. up. She woke up and goes, did I get a rose? <laughs> <laughs> Out of dead sleep. She's just incredible. She is everything to me. And she was like, my nephew's Jimmy Kimmel. And I wanted to meet The Bachelor. And I just wish that we would have gotten more Chippy. Yeah, like, she was fun. And it not being a shtick. Yeah. Put her on for real, please. I love her. She's fabulous, and I worship Chippy. Um, and then we have our final limo entrance, and it is Faith. Loved it. Loved Faith it. Faith rolls up on a motorcycle oh. with a leather jacket, and when she takes that helmet off, they give her a slow-mo shot when she whips her hair around, and GGT, GGT's mouth is on the floor. Yes. He... His mouth opened, literally. Yeah. He was like, oh, damn. She was, she came out and she was so, you know, especially connected to her date later. Yes. Um, She, can I talk about the date later? Please. We're here now. So then. So you she, mean the serenade? Yeah, yeah. So she, she comes out, she comes out in a, in a, um. In a motorcycle, she comes out super badass, super cool, calm, collected, sweet, beautiful, the whole thing. Later on the date, she busts out a straight up guitar and starts and, playing a song that she wrote for him. And also, by the way, during this moment, they're talking before she plays the song. And she's strumming while and she's talking. And she's strumming yes. with like background yes. music. Okay. Yeah. If you know me and Jess, yeah. you know we absolutely hate serenades 100 percent. you know we absolutely despise people looking into our eyes and singing a song they wrote for us worst case scenario especially if it's bad but even if it's good it's like please don't do this uh -huh. just maybe like email me the mp3 of it mm -hmm. this might be the only time yep in the history yep. of tv in the history of any serenading i've ever seen or yep. been a part of where i thought you did it she evan you did it and it's because it. it's because She's that comfortable in her skin and she knows what she's good at. And she know. and again, the voice and the song were not especially great. Like they were fine. It right. wasn't like, oh my God, incredible. Right. 
it had everything to do with the fact that she was so comfortable in her own uh, <clears throat> it was it, she was so comfortable in her own skin and wasn't trying to no. be someone she wasn't. So a lot of times what happens in these serenades is like you got some accountant who's like <laughs> trying to force some weird vibe <laughs> right. and we're all screaming in the inside. <laughs> or she, someone who's like I'm a musician yeah, the, and I'm go I want you to find my newest single on Spotify tonight. Like dude, vibe. And this is why it worked. It's because she's a true, like, 60s, 70s, ex-hippie, cool Woodstock. Yeah. And that's why. You could tell. She was like, dude, this woman's like, I don't even know how old she I was. 61. 61. You could tell that she was like, on a motorcycle, and she was playing guitar, but not out of some like, I'm trying to impress you or be someone no. I'm not. You could t I could see her at 18 years old yep. at Woodstock being who she was back mm -hmm. in the day. And then she just kept through that vibe. And it was the most genuine, like, oh, you actually lived the life of this kind of person. And it exuded from her. And yep. her, she was, and the two, she was playing guitar too. It wasn't like, here comes my song. It was like, I do this all the time. And I just sing songs and vibe. It was very like Joni Mitchell. Like, yes, yes, like, yes, yes. And you, you see videos of her in the 60s, like playing, you know, just in the back of a car. And you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's just what it is. She gave off that it's, energy. It's the essence of cool. Dude, I was like in shock by how cool she was. Same of it. And I was feeling the exact same thing. Because I was like, the the riding up of the motorcycle with the leather jacket, the serenade, with anyone else on this show, I hated it, it would have been like, you and I would have been like, nope, nope, nope. But she just had the most massive essence of cool just emanating off of her. And it was so just the ease of it all. When she was strumming the guitar while talking to him, I was like hypnotized. I was afraid at first. I saw the guitar in the yeah, frame. Yeah, oh, and I was sure, like, sure. Shit. You go, oh, I God. really liked her. She pulled <laughs> off like the, the motorcycle. That was very cool. And I liked it a lot. And then she started talking and singing. And I was like, oh my gosh, she did it. Mm -hmm. Huge fan. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he is too. But I'm just saying, like, oh, the cool, you can't teach that level of cool. No, no. I mean, she says, she says that she's in her, in her, in her ITM, she said, I'm a fun monger. And I'm like, if you know me, you know, my most favorite person on the world is a cheesemonger. Because I love oh, a cheese. By the way, guys, side note, everyone, <laughs> check this out. We went to a restaurant the other day. Yeah. First time we've ever, we love cheese boards. It's kind Obsessed. of our thing. Obsessed. Charcuterie. Cheese boards, the whole deal. We went to a place. Not a fancy restaurant either. No. Just kind of like a the neighborhood casual, Italian yeah, yeah. restaurant. We go in there. They have a cheese board on the menu. Yeah. And we go, we'll take one of those, please. And they go, would you like to talk to the monger about the, and we're like, what, what are you talking about? Excuse me, what? They have a guy whose only job is to talk to you about cheese. He's a cheese monger. Massive. Just side note. We were. First and only time we've ever encountered we were, one. It's incredible. We were literally uh, captivated by the cheese monger. He could have talked to us for two hours. Like he, I, he knew everything about cheese. I thought a cheese monger was slang for like people who love cheese. I didn't know <laughs> it was an actual thing. I had no idea it was like a sommelier of cheese. But you know that I love a cheesemonger mm -hmm. and she said fun monger and i'm like there's somehow even something better than a cheesemonger she's and that's the sommelier a, of fun the sommelier of fun she's very cool absolutely excellent this is a powerful group of women yeah. and ggt tells jesse by the way that his big thing is that he knows right away because he loves when that smile gets up to the eyes yes. which you always talk about smiling with the eyes you can't you can't fake it you can fake the mouth <laughs> Yep. But you can't fake the eyes. Mm -hmm. People wonder if I'm 
smiling truly most of the time. They say <laughs> things like, are you tired or are you actually happy? And I say, yes, just because my eyes don't smile. So I think I recognize when other people have that, I go, wow, you are special. Jess has that. Jess has the ultimate. <laughs> she smiles with her nose, her mouth, and her eyes. I smile with just my mouth. Sorry if it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> GGT comes out and he is he is just such a gentleman making sure that they're comfy. Um, his speech is so lovely, telling them that they're inspiring to him. Yeah. Um, April pulls him first. She right away. She's like, can I talk to you? And she gives him the full uh, the full calendar rundown. And I love that. I think it was Faith was like, I thought she never saw the show before. Mm. <laughs> So maybe April's being sneaky smart and is like, I've never seen it before so that she can pull those moves. But I think that that's just April. April's just so like too. the type of person who's like, I'm going to talk to him first. Loved it. I'm going to live by my own rules. That's April. But she's unoffensive about it. No, not at all. She's lovable. Yeah, lovable. So lovable. And then there is Ellen and Gary and yeah. they are hitting it off. She's right away, you know, telling him that she's a believer in finding love and never giving up. And he is that eye contact is locked. Yes. And that's when we're seeing some of that serious eye contact of his, which I'm I absolutely adore. Um, and he is like, you are very passionate about this. And she brings up Roberta and he right away. I When he said this, my heart melted. He's like, you have my attention. And I'm like, that's a line. You have my attention is a line. A line. I he felt had a my, couple smooth he ones. He had some, I mean, he is smooth as butter. He's smoother than any bachelor we've ever seen so far. A hundred percent. He's got one liners. He's confident. He's good with the eye contact. He's I'm also, like, Damn. he's also funny. He's got a great sense of humor. Honestly, very impressed. I believe he's going to be the best bachelor we've ever, mm -hmm. we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel that wholeheartedly. Um, and Ellen in her ITMs says that it's the best day in her life in a long time. Yes. And then she's shouting out. She's like, Roberta, he's a hunk. I'm crying. Time to cry. Time Ellen to cry. is a, uh, is fantastic. Yes. Ellen is fantastic. Incredible. Then we have Natasha and Gary <clears throat> and Natasha. I hope and pray that Natasha is around for a hot minute because Natasha is stunning she is fab her energy is fantastic when she has them sit down and she's like we're gonna do an intro laugh together and i'm like what in the world is an intro laugh like what does this mean she says when i laugh you laugh with me and she says my name is natasha and she starts laughing and immediately he's dying laughing and he says my name is gary and they're just cracking up together and I'm like, i started laughing so did i i yeah, was like yeah, belly yeah. laughing i'm like natasha you found the key <sighs> yeah yeah it's just i've just i just this just hit me right now this is what happens when you don't look at your phone for 70 years like these people are 70 years old on average 65, yeah, 65 70 probably, whatever yeah they're present yeah they're here they're comfortable with themselves. They've gone through shit. They're sitting in themselves and going, who am I? I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not looking at the internet all day long. I'm not browsing social media and comparing myself. They have a presence that is like weird to watch because we're so used to watching young people on TV, mm -hmm. which we are like all the young people on the show. We're all insecure. You know, everyone's like insecure and trying to kind of prove themselves and not overdo it and play games. These people are the opposite. They're like, present non-game playing honest and it's like 
I don't know. It's like incredible to watch. Yeah. Because it's like they're just there. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a weird thing. So watching her do this, like that laugh thing, no one in their 25s would have done that. They wouldn't feel comfortable. They wouldn't feel comfortable to realize this is what means something to me. I like this. I'm going to do this with this person I might fall in love with. She does it and it's incredibly likable. And it's so, you know, you're you're 100% right. And it's so something that like when she did it, it was so powerful. Like she's making us laugh. And I felt like a moment of joy off of the screen, just watching them bust up together. Yes. And she just broke down the walls of them not knowing each other yet with this moment. But yeah, we probably would have been like if it would have been someone in their 20s or honestly me, I would have been like, uh, is this going to like read a certain way on TV exactly. like where people will be like, oh, is this be feeling cringy or whatever? And it was the opposite of cringy. Yes. It was pure joy. Loved it. I love her. Love I need her. more Natasha. Yes. Give us more Natasha. And then hopping right into that, the Marina and Gary moment where Marina was like, my daughter wanted me to tell you that she thinks you're dope. And then he's like, my granddaughter told me I had Riz. And that they're, was amazing. And they're then dying laughing. And the Mar- Riz comment. And Marina IRL. Yeah. Stunning. Yes. <laughs> Like, holy yes. smokes. So, we said supermodel in those cast bios mm-hmm. and truly striking, straight up supermodel. Striking. Um, and then we see a few other moments with a few of the ladies, like Susan and Gary had a like fave same song moment. Then we have the Faith and Gary moment, obviously, like we discussed with the guitar. Also, he is locked in. He is telling her how attractive she is. He thinks she's a grade A hottie. Faith? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, one thing that was shocking to me on the level, again, of confidence of holding eye contact was he stared deeply into her eyes as she sang to him. He did. I would have absolutely, no matter how how awesome she was, I would have, I would have looked. I would have done this. I would have been like. <laughs> Turned away to like vibe with the music. Yeah, yeah I would have been like, I would have kind of closed my eyes and then looked back at her and then closed my eyes again. But he was just like. Oh, yeah. He was there. I was like, damn, GGT, comfortable in your own skin, King. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, he, he, they have serious chemistry. He thinks she's a hottie. It's rolling. It's rolling. Um, And then Leslie and GGT, he remembers her dress and then they start dancing. And he, he's again like we were saying before the freedom he's just so free he's like i'm not a good dancer but he's just letting it loose he's not tight he's having a good time he doesn't care that there's the cameras on him they're having a party and then i was obsessed that production the then party. let all the women come in and they have a full-blown dance party the dance party again what I, I, it's everything should be cringe as fuck but it is not no that dance party was i was smiling it was pure joy i was like why is this like if anyone would have done this it would have been so cringy again, if it, like the 25 year olds it would have been, been like brutal. oh this is so awkward but it was so sweet it was so and it was just it was joyous i was like up on my feet i was moving around i wanted to be part of it and there was a moment where uh gary says nobody has fun like we have fun right and i again the tears started coming because i don't know if he was referring to like him and this group of ladies um but i almost kind of took it as like people in that age demo yeah and it made me it was another moment where i'm like yes this is like the representation for people who are in their 60s and 70s. Yes. And it's like, no one has fun like us, yes. right? And you're just seeing people who 
when there's like the ageism creeps in where it's like, oh, that, you know, when you get to this age, like you can't have fun anymore. You're this way, you're that way. You're like, here is a group of people who are just having a blast. And I loved that. No one has fun like uh, nobody has fun like we have fun, right? It was so nice. What a moment. What a moment. Um, and throughout this whole thing, we see all the women encouraging each other. They're telling each other how amazing their dresses look, their necklaces, their faces. Like, it's all just compliments. And like you said before, you see that we don't need that toxic drama to produce a show that is so enjoyable to watch it was just it was just went down nice and easy Mm -hmm. you know um if you didn't like it i understand if you're like you know addicted to the drama take maybe it took a second to get used to but if you finished it and thought hated it i think you need to really look (laughs) down inside of yourself and see what kind of darkness is going on because I understand you not liking it for the <laughs> lack of drama, but it was such a just hug. It was a show yeah. that hugged you. Mm-hmm. And so I think you need to check yourself because <laughs> it was very enjoyable. Um, so then Jesse Palmer brings out the first impression rose. And we see that a lot of the women haven't gotten time yet, which all of a sudden that I'm thinking, how long are they? Are they keeping everyone up as late as they would keep you know, the 25 to 30s up. I'm not sure because all of them then were saying we heard GGT say later, like, this is the latest I've ever been up and everyone's tired, chippy's sleeping. Like, it, it's up. They're up late. Yes. So I'm wondering if they kept them up quite as late. Um, I don't feel like I saw the sun coming in. So maybe not quite as late, but we didn't see the exit ITMs like we typically see. Um, Then we have the Teresa and Gary moment. And... This is a bachelor bachelorette princess. She wants to be in love. She brings, she mentions GGT's daughters and she brings up her daughter, Jenny, and says that she wrote uh, a note for her Mm -hmm. before she came and she reads it to Gary. And he's laughing after she's talking about the food and her teeth. And they have that connection. He's like, it sounds like something that my daughters would write to me. One thing I will say about Jerry. Gary. Oh my God, I don't even know his name now because it's like... It's Jerry Gary Turner. (laughs) One thing I will say about him is that he is sweet, kind, but doesn't give you something unless he feels it. So like there was multiple times during entrances Uh where he would smile at them, but he wouldn't belly laugh. Yes. Whenever he belly laughed, you he, could tell there's the chemistry. Yes. So like with Teresa, he like belly laughed multiple times. Yeah, he let out some big laughs. So I feel like he's very generous and kind with his energy and that like he'll he'll smile at you and mm-hmm. say you're really sweet, but he won't belly laugh. So he's not he's not the guy who that you don't never know who he likes or he doesn't like. It seems like the laughter is a key to like knowing if there was multiple times where Teresa didn't even say something that was that funny. And he laughed hard. And yes. it's like, that's a true sign of when you like he, He's got the butterflies. So with Teresa, there was big butterflies. <laughs> Teresa and Faith, to me, were like the top two of like, I think those two seem to be like, he's the, like, I, I could tell he was probably torn between the Faith and Teresa when it came to the, well, the first impression. Well, smoochies with both of them. And he initiated it. Yes. Because he said, hey, it's your birthday. I'm going to have a bite of this. Yeah, he brought, her out, he brought her out a cupcake. And he says, will you help me take care of some of this? 
frosting that I know will be on my lips. And then he smooth kisses move. her. So it was a very smooth move. He wanted to make out with her. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And uh, yeah, she kisses him. She gets that frosting off of his face. And she says that it's been forever since she kissed a guy and it was incredible. And it's been an amazing 70th birthday. I'm like, how cool to have your 70th yeah. birthday. Think about that. Because this show has only ever been of a certain age demo, like you never thought ever. And it seems like Teresa's a fan of the show because she knew kind of the rules she and outline for it. She helped April with the rules. Yeah. It's like she probably never thought that she'd ever have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be on a this franchise. And here she is on her 70th birthday, night one, making out with The Bachelor. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. Um, well, GGT then decides who he's going to give his first impression rose to. And I assumed it was probably going to be Teresa because of the smoochie. I felt, I knew it was between, between uh, her and Faith. I was like, it's I also thought be, Ellen, maybe Ellen. There was that three. connection with Ellen. Um, but he delivers that first impression rose to Faith. And he tells her all the things about her. You know, you know he's like, it's it wasn't the motorcycle or the guitar or how cool and amazing and beautiful you are. He's like, you make me feel very special. Yes. And then they kiss. And I'm going to be honest with you. Fire flame. Jerry Gary Turner looks like a good kisser. He, the, you know what? <laughs> he looks he, like a good he's kisser. He's two for two so far. He's two for two. <laughs> it, was, it was a good kiss. Both were good kisses. Both were good kisses. Um, then we get to the rose ceremony. And leading up to the rose ceremony, April's cracking me up. She's like, God, I hope I stick around. We didn't even get to first base. <laughs> loved it and then there's kathy kathy's commentary was also she is another itm queen her commentary was killing me the entire time she's just like i I gotta stay around for this rose when the roses were getting passed around she's like okay jerry jerry gary you gotta you gotta look at me you gotta look at me eye contact me jerry gary like i gotta stay here jerry gary (laughs) yeah she was the only one too that had a little she had a little bit of a, a little a, spite, a little like shit talking energy. Yes. The only one, everyone else wasn't that way, but Kathy was the only, I was waiting for like, she was kind of like, it's been way too long. And like those kind of comments. Well, I was there like, was a couple of the women where she'd be kind of like, oh God, that's a lot, whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't I, like, it was funny. It was playful. Oh, it was so mild compared to like what we're used to. But I will say it was nice to know like, oh, there's a little, there's one of them that's got a little, we've a got little daggers in, in there We've got someone in the ITMs who, you know, and, and she ends up sticking around. Yes. So Rose Ceremony, he says he's been dreading this for many months because, you know, he doesn't want to break anybody's heart. Yeah. Um, but he gives the first rose to Ellen. Uh, and then there's Teresa, Joan, Natasha, Leslie, Christina, Edith, Nancy, April, Sandra, Jeannie, Kathy. Kathy gets her rose. Yeah. Kathy gets her rose. I was rose. a little shocked by that just because, you know, they didn't show anything about her other than like the the comments. So, but You, you know, know, maybe they want to keep her around too for the that. ITMs, for the ITMs. Um, Marina, uh, Peggy, and then the last rose goes to Susan. And going home uh, is Matt, James, mom, Patty, Renee, Sweet Num's friend, uh, Pamela, yeah. Maria, Anna, he starts crying. He's crying. And this is clearly a very sensitive and empathetic person. And it seems like the previews for the future are going to be, that's going to be his biggest struggle is like maybe being called, Hey, you led me on, which is inevitable. It's inevitable to lead someone on. Feel that way. Sure. Sure. It's inevitable. So it sounds like he's someone who um, is very in touch with his feelings and is very aware of like not wanting to hurt people. Yes. And people get hurt in this process. It's just a part of it. 
And you could just tell that that will be his downfall is like, or not yeah. downfall, but that will be his like biggest struggle is the fact that he feels like he has to break a bunch of people's hearts. Totally. Well, in the season preview, I mean, the line that he throws out, stop looking for the woman you can live with and start looking for the woman you can't live without. What Great line. line. Um, but they're like partying. Like the budget looks big for this season. It does look bigger. And I love to see it because I'm so sick and tired of just like picnics in the park for dates. And so yeah. I really hope they ramp up. And I am so happy for GGT, but I also then felt like anger for charity because charity season was so good and they didn't have them leave the US until the very end. I'm like, We're can we going have per- to Barstow? <laughs> like, can we ramp Can we ramp the budget up for charities as can well? We because what a fabulous season. On a date? <laughs> like, come on. But I was happy to see that that uh, they were ramping it up for this season because it looks like the dates are going to be super fun. Also, like very adventurous. Yeah. You know, lots of wild stuff going on. They had that diner scene where they're all yeah. dancing together. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, this looks mob. incredible. Yeah, it looks fun. It's like Golden Bachelor flash mob. But like you said, I mean, there are some intense scenes. We have like Teresa bawling it. He's sitting on the stairs sobbing. There's going to be... This season is going to be, I think, full of a lot of joy, and it's also going to have a lot of intense moments, but it feels so... I'm loving it so far. It was absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm so excited for the rest of this season. Like I'm telling you, if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it. It's also just an hour long, and I wanted more, which I loved. I loved that the episode ended, and I was like, I want more of this episode. I yes. wasn't like, oh, is it almost done? It went. It was like, no, no, no. I want excess. Yes. Give me more. Agreed. Give me more. Um, so absolutely fantastic. Great we job. love you, GGT. All the ladies were fabulous. Fabulous. Um, and I can't wait. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm excited. I really enjoyed it. I thought everyone was sweet and kind and it didn't feel flat. It was awesome. It was great. I think it's going to be awesome. Next. Next well, show. Well, then... We uh, took a sharp turn, yeah. <laughs> a very different sharp turn to the beach, to the beach for the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise. And, you know, we get our we get our intro and it is goofy. And I loved it. Yes. I loved the goofy intro. There, I think a song, I think from like flash dance and everyone they're soaking themselves with water running through with their suitcases. I thought it was great. It was was fun. It was just fun. I know that there's been mixed reviews about this, but I've loved in the past couple of years, like the corniness that they have brought into BIP. It's very like camp, cheesy, fun. And I like it. I genuinely think this is going to be good. And I genuinely enjoyed the first episode. You did. To the point where I was like thinking about it kind of regularly. Like I, I saw, moments would pop in my head about like that was funny. I saw enough. a lot of people online who did not like the first episode and you were like into the first I episode. Really you kept bringing it, it up. I we really watched, we watched it a few it. days ago and you were like chatting about it. I don't know. I'm mean, like, I get it. Like, again, we're used to like the only thing that is good is when it's like fucked up <laughs> you know what i mean and there's yeah. some crazy shit but i will say it's like i thought it was interesting and i thought there's gonna be some fun personalities i thought i liked the fact that there was already some things happening mm-hmm. i don't know i liked it i enjoyed the people so far i thought i think it's gonna be good I sue me <laughs> i'm bringing positive energy my bad i like 
liked it too. <sighs> I know I was surprised with some of the online commentary. I was Let's like, stop being I- so negative. Okay, I get it. The internet is a place where you get clicks or you get likes or you go after things if you're just negative as shit. I get it. But I think it's time to turn the ship a little bit. Wow. Therapy. And let's be positive Ther- therapy, and fun. And let's just have a good time, man. Like it's not always about takes that are negative. Let's have some positive takes. Let's have a good time. Now, sure. Will I talk shit? Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I, have, I was like, what is about okay, I Will I have negative takes? Yes. Will I be an asshole? Yes. But encompassed in a positive vibe. Gosh. Okay. Okay. We're coming together. <laughs> let's have fun. We can be negative when we have fun because it's like a fun negative vibe. But let's have fun. Okay. No more negative for negative sakes. Fun negative is fine. But fun. Let's just have fun. Okay. Everyone have fun. All right. Anyway, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh I'm really on my uh, pedestal today. Yeah, God, it's the golden fedora. It's really bringing it out of you. Honestly, I think it is that because I look down at myself every once in a while on the monitor and be like, big douchebag vibes. I'm like on a pedestal. I'm on my golden. I, you know what it is? I'm someone else. And so maybe I'm just bringing that energy today. Ooh, sorry, guys. I love you guys all. And I'm really Gosh. sorry that I'm being this way today. Got a lot. Got a lot stored deep down, and I think that's what's going on. A lot of, <laughs> lot of things. So, God. we open the beach. By seeing Jesse Palmer in loafers on the sand. <laughs> See, now I'm being negative all of a sudden. I'm all of a sudden... Well, that going, was quick. Going against everything I just said. That was quick. That was quick. <laughs> I hereby decree... No more loafers. On the beach? No more loafers anywhere. Anywhere? I like a loafer. No. If you're a, if you, if you're just a Jesse Palmer type guy or a Sean type guy or any type of guy like that or any type of guy that looks like this. <laughs> Yourself. No loafers. No loafers. I'm, I'm done with the loafer game. They go with the fedora. <laughs> you know what? Loafers are very much the fedora of the feet. Can we not agree to that? I guess. Loafers are... Oh my gosh, I just fucking broke through the third wall. Loafers are the fedora of the feet. (laughs) Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? I want to hear your view on this because I truly believe the fedoras are loafers of the feet. They're 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 kind of annoying. They kind of give (laughs) off a out of touch vibe to me. Also, loafers on the sand, sand in immediately in there. Rubbing horrific. It's not even a sand style I'm thing. Like, can we give JP a, a flip flop? It's not an even it's not an anti JP thing. It's just an anti loafer move. I want to give for for the comfort of JP, I want to give him a flip flop or I want to give him a bare foot on the sand just for Absolutely. his comfort. It just Absolutely. just feels so unnecessarily uncomfortable to have a loafer on the sand. Also, why is he in like a business casual outfit? He's in like a button down shirt with jeans. I mean, what is he supposed on to on the sand? But what is he supposed to be in? I'd love trunks? to see him in just kind of like a like shorts. With Maybe kind of like a linen-y vibe. Exactly. Give me the vacation linen-y vibe. Yeah, you give, give me shorts with a linen shirt yeah. buttoned up with like, yeah, w- that's it. At or least even like linen kinda, pants and a linen button He looks like a down. guy who's going to sell you a timeshare. <laughs> but like, let's just, I who just want to see. in the office and then he has to come down to the sand to like check in on the guest who's interested in the timeshare. <laughs> hey, sir, uh, I did notice that you signed up for the whale watching trip. Now that is free if you come to the meeting for two hours and he's in his loafers in his jeans on the sand because he works in the office up at the hotel. 
why are we doing that? We just want to see vacation, Jesse. I mean, because he is on vacation right now. Um, okay, before the cast hits the beach, though, we do have a few intros. And I just, you know, some of the intros were fantastic. I just want to make note of of a couple of them. Um, one of which was Sean's. Okay, so we're in the bathroom of Sean, obviously marble top to bottom. <laughs> and he immediately says that he looks like a Ken doll. Because Sean is now fixated on the fact that he got to have the Barbie Ken date and someone, one of the producers was like, wow, you look just like Ken or one of the other guys. And now he is, it is his full soul identity that he looks just like a Ken doll. And then the show through with a little asterisk at the bottom does in fact not look like a Ken doll. And I was deceased. I said, bravo, what a move on the show's part to start trolling him from the top, which again gave me the immediately like, you know, when we watched uh, the men tell all I'm like, I'm getting the vibe from the show from JP that Sean is going to give us some villain energy during the season. And the fact that we're starting off the intros with the show trolling Sean and then even later again in the show, when he said that he's a big Swifty, he told Jesse's a big Swifty, and they said, not in fact, a real Taylor Swift fan, I died. I loved it. Sean is a human <laughs> fedora. Did not to bring you back to the fedoras. But I feel like it just encapula- encapsula- encapsulates so much. I am starting to really like Sean. Oh my God. But not what in the way. <laughs> not in the way of like. I want to hang out with you right in the way of he just bleeds like it just comes out of him like even him just calling himself a Kendall most people would know <laughs> that's a tasteless thing to do is call yourself a super hot guy like whether you're Ken who's known to be like a very hot doll <laughs> sure. or Ryan Gosling who is known to be one of the hottest guys in Hollywood either way you're just calling yourself so hot yeah Everyone knows that's tactless. But the fact that he doesn't is just, I'm starting, I love it. I love people that just aren't even aware of how they're, what they're doing. And I just, well, he's prime time. He's he, prime time. He, after the show aired and uh, it said he is not, in fact, a Taylor Swift fan, he went on his Instagram and posted an Insta story. And he's like, I come with receipts, Bachelor in Paradise, and posted a video of himself at a T Swift concert. And someone is filming Taylor and then they go to Sean and he is dancing and singing with a drink. And I could be wrong because maybe my phone was delayed a bit. So I apologize if this is wrong. But it looked like to me he was mouthing the words and messing up 80% of them. So the vibe I got more is, you know, you're getting on board. You're going there for the curls. Let's be real. You know Sean, three songs. You go there for the girls just Sean, so you can tell them you're a Swifty and they go, no, Sean, hey, that's so hot. My boyfriend's not a Swifty. exactly what that Sean is. Sean gives you the energy of somebody God. who 100% is going to a Taylor Swift concert to pick up to pick up women. And I say how, I mean, you know, enjoy the Swifty, but like, come on. Do, do not desecrate the name of Taylor Swift, okay? Dude, <laughs> he, everything he does is like to like surprise girls. Like, no way you do that. It's so cool. Like, that's what he does. It's also just like, Oh, you're a Taylor Swift fan? Welcome to the entire world. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> like big, you know what's a great movie? Star Wars. Everyone's like, what? What's that? Like, are you kidding me? It's just like the most basic. But you hey, know what? Hey, you know what? You sound pretty negative. 
You know what? You're right. <laughs> Side note. You know, you know, who the, guess who the only person who ever called him that he says he looks like a Ken doll is? Who? His mom. Probably. You know what I mean? He gets called Ken doll at home all the time. So that he thinks that like the world thinks he looks like a Ken doll. Probably. Although I will say. He does. He kind of does. Look yeah, like yeah he does. Okay. He does. Yeah. Side note. I mean, it is what it is. He does actually look like But him. when we're in his bathroom during these intros, he is doing a full like skincare routine. Like. You know, he's giving it's us, he's my, what I'm saying to you is this man is primed, fit and ready for his influencing career. Like yeah. he's already doing get ready with me's the, the, the show is like, Hey, we're doing an intro package. Like talk a little bit about yourself. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to talk about my, <laughs> my moisturizer, my moisturizing routine, because I want everybody to know that if they follow me, they're going to get the full get ready with me's like we're doing it top to bottom. So he's he's prepared. You know, he's I preparing like that. himself he's looking at all options. He really is. Um, but something else to note okay. that uh, number one from Brooklyn, we're hearing she's not stoked about cat coming. So no. we had we had talked about have they you know squashed the beef since doesn't appear i mean so. unless after the show they did or like during the show they did but they so might. far not but we good. weren't sure if they were like getting there and they right. you know had talked or whatever doesn't appear like no. they're friendly um also a very common theme amongst the men is wanting to be there for kylie yes kylie is the idol of the season she is the absolutely the like every guy goes kylie kylie you could do like every single guy guy being like kylie Kylie, Kylie, was there for kylie and i do have to say that when we went over our little bachelor in paradise recap cast bio thing i said kylie is gonna be popular on the sand i just i felt this in my body i just knew Mm. and all these guys are so interested in kylie and um you know we love to see it because we know Already, competition is starting from the get. Yes. But Kylie seems to only be interested in one individual. And in her promo, the whole thing was about Avon, which, yes. shout out. If the two, if Avon and Kylie end up together, gorge, obsessed. Those kids cannot be better looking. No. <laughs> Like seriously, no, it's, I know. it's just it's like two of the most beautiful people you've ever seen in your life. You can't be better looking than those two people. They're just they're just the pinnacle of good looking people. Like it's crazy how good looking they are. I know. So it's like she's like it's crazy. I'm a ten. He's a ten. We should be together. It's like yeah, duh. <laughs> she's like all the guys are like you know who I really like that girl who's a ten, and then and she's like you know who I really like that other guy who's a ten, and it's like. Talk about the least surprising thing ever. I know, even though everyone on the beach is tens, let's be of honest. Of course, of course. But no, I was I was though cracking up when she was going through her whole like, okay, so Avon liked my promo picture. <laughs> yeah. And so then I posted another hot picture hoping that he would like it. He then kept liking and they're yeah. going through all the ones and that one he's like, got like a fire she's like emoji. and then he sent a fire emoji and i'm like kylie i love your technique yeah. this is a technique you know it's very it's aunt katie energy it's like okay i am posting this this hot photo for one person in particular i am posting this hot insta story and i'm checking to see who has seen that insta story and has even seen it and is he reacting yeah. to it um but also making it clear that they have not been chatting before. Right. I felt like that was definitely like a moment on the show where they were trying to like let all of us know, hey, this wasn't uh, a couple beforehand or they hadn't been like, you know, going on dates or whatever. It's like, okay, no, Kylie has just been, you know, 
hoping that he likes a photo of hers. Something very impressive to me about Kylie. Yeah. I feel like what happens generally when someone is kind of the talk of the town Mm -hmm. slash the desire of all Mm -hmm. people, there's a villain-esque vibe that goes with that because they're kind of playing multiple people and they're burning people and hurting people and they usually become kind of villain-esque. She's the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Her energy is actually like very sweet very concerned. Well, she was really chill. worried about then ruffling Olivia. feathers with Olivia and her, and Will. Her energy could not be more non-villain. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very sweet and very added to the allure of like, oh, wow. She not only is she, you know, stunning and all the guys like her, but she's also like really sweet. I know. So that'll definitely like. She seems lovely. And again, if we remember her um, in Zach's season, like she was really fun too. Yeah, she was like having a great time during the bad bitch energy date. She's fun. Yes. So, agreed. Kylie is. She's gonna be a hot commodity. Oh yeah. Oh Big yeah. Big time. So, we see you, Kylie. Um, another uh, moment that I would like to note is Cat in these promos. Mm. By the way, when Brooklyn was... K with K Cat or C Cat. Um. I think they're both K cat. I think. Oh no, C cat. No, no, not not rare kitty cat. Uh, K cat. Got it. Kit cat. Kit cat. <laughs> um, when Brooklyn was saying that, like, oh, she's gonna be complaining about everything, and then they went to her promo, and she's like, oh god, the sun's in my eyes. <laughs> she's just like, then the whole thing is her talking about how much she hates sand and how much she hates like sea creatures and crabs. The the cutting of that was excellent she has to be with someone that finds complaining endearing yes like like oh she's being funny yeah because because some people like the like she's got that like i hate everything energy yes and like that either can be a drag on someone or could be charming and kind of like I'm going to figure out a way to make her like something as like, you know what I mean? Certain people like the kind of like, I got to go after the win. She's hard to please. She's very like hard to please. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Now, you know, I, I, I've never been a huge cat fan, you know, as, as we know. Um, But I did feel like throughout this episode, a lot of the complaining was, I think it's real, but I also think it's accentuated for like for comedy i think she's also trying to kind of have it be her shtick a little bit too i feel like people who are like her she leans into the complaining yes like the complaining is her trying to be funny yes and so i think that yes does she think that all these things are annoying sure but does she turn it up three or four points yes for sure now i will tell you this when she started talking about everything that she can't stand and then watching her on the beach throughout this episode I'm like, this woman is in, is living her actual hell. Like, yeah. So what I know, kind of vacations does she like? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Like just a glass box. Yeah. Cause I, I see her going, okay, I hate tropical because it's like, there's, there's possible sand animals and, and sand. bugs. I don't know. Who, yeah. So she doesn't like any sort of tropical vacation. Yeah. But then I could also see her being like going to Italy in like the cities and being like, I hate people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what is her dream vacation? Like, what do you like? I want to you know, know what cat. Lo- you got to know that cat loves a hotel room. Cat loves. She loves a hotel room. Clean hotels. She loves a four seasons. Yes. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But yeah. Yeah. Yes. She loves she high loves end stuff. Seasons. You know what? Let's be real. 
you know, has champagne taste. There's no question about it. She absolutely has champagne taste. That's for sure. Um, But no, I mean, I've seen clips of her, though, doing a lot of hiking. So she does like outdoorsy things. There's dirt there. There's dirt there and there's bugs when you're hiking. So I don't know. But I just was watching this. I was like, this is literally this woman is it's her hell. And I know I've said before throughout the years that I really wish that they would have some sort of bachelor um you know at, at like halloween horror nights that like one of the rooms one of the mazes would be bachelor themed or like uh. reality tv themed where like you walked into the mouth of jesse palmer and then inside you know you had to do like the mouth his head's <laughs> huge i love that the mouth idea. of jesse palmer and then you know once you get through you have to like do an itm and they keep like you, you there. walk up his tongue <laughs> yeah, they can they keep you in an ITM, like in a hot ITM room for like seven hours and they bring up your exes and you're like, I don't want to talk about that. That they have a full horror maze. I was like, Kat is living her Halloween horror bachelor in paradise maze because these are all the things that she is like terrified by. And every five seconds in the background on the beach throughout this episode, you heard Kat screaming because something landed on her or she felt sand in between her toes and she's like traumatized. But it's the attention versus the scenario. That's what we're dealing with. Sure, here. sure, 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 sure. But okay, so let's get to the actual beach. Obviously, there were more promos than that, but those were a few that I wanted to uh, to mention. Yeah. So first to the sand, Evan. Oh, shocking. I was shocked. First on the sand was Rachel. She hated that. Bachelorette Rachel. She and was not happy. When JP was like, "I got a surprise for you," you're the first one. She was like. She could not. One thing I like about Rachel, she's incapable of hiding the way she no, feels. No, she puts it all right out and there. I love it. Immediately was just like annoyed. No, she was like, "What?" And let me tell you something. If I was the Bachelorette, it's like if I'm I, royalty, what if are you I doing? was a lead, and I found out that I had to be there first, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, "You no all better be. To. You all better be rolling out the red carpet for me, like." What I'm expecting is there's a packed beach and then Jesse Palmer has already told everybody that that's it. And yes. then I show up as a grand surprise for you everyone. Want the like, oh, my God. Yeah, but it's to have Rachel. nothing and you always have to be the one going, oh, my God, you feel like chopped liver. It, 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 I would have been so, so like, ugh, why didn't I put that in my contract? Because I just would have been so frustrated, like. And you saw it too when everyone was coming down and she's kind of like, hey, I'm like, I wanted Rachel. I wanted Rachel to have her moment where she got to walk onto the beach and everyone like freaked out. Kind of like how they had with Blake where everyone was like, oh my God, Blake is here, you know? It's because the show knows. And I love Rachel. Love you, Rachel. They knew if we had her go out first, it'll put her on edge. Let's be real. They knew what they were doing with that. Yeah. They could have put any, they could have put out half of the other people before her. Very true. Very true. So after Rachel, everybody starts filing in. We got Aaron B. We have Brooklyn, um, which is interesting because Brooklyn says that she's like, I have insight on Aaron B because her and Charity are like best friends. So she right away was like, I know about Aaron B. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, Charity's my best friend. And Aaron goes, interesting. And Aaron looked sad right away, by the way, which I talked about in our previous BIP cast bio. I was like, I feel like Aaron really was in love with Charity. And I feel like. He'll be, we'll feel that a little bit this yeah. season. I really do. Yeah. Um, 
Kitty Cat shows up. She is trying. I mean, this woman is like here to sell merch, I believe. And I say that in like the most positive way possible because she has her signature moves. JP's having her do, you know, all of her yeah. like different faces. We need Kitty Cat merch. Um, and then Sean arrives. And but of course, he's wearing his cashmere sweater. <laughs> I mean, even even they pointed out, like, why are you wearing a sweater? And he's like, I'll take this off real quick. Well, and he's like, it's my thing. He spends way too much time, like, making this a strategy. I think so, too. It reeks. Yeah. Because let's talk about how he interacted with Jess. Okay. He made the whole interaction about the fact that, like, it was just too planned. Everything he does is too planned because he's like... Oh, what's up, Jess? I f- like, I know you're a Swifty. So I knew that was going to be a line I could use with her. I knew that like I could talk to her about this and this and this and say this and I, that I'm a Swifty too. And that you'll like me because of that. Like he's w- and then he even said, oh, Jess has body glitter and she wears a lot of body. And Aaron's like, what? And, he, you know, yeah, he Aaron's knows. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I know that she likes body glitter. No, so I'll make Sean a glitter line. Sean spends like, a lot of time on Instagram doing yeah, a lot of deep diving. Deep dives. <laughs> he watches every episode to like really know how to strategically like connect. He and did pretty com- much know everyone who came down. Like with some of the people who were like, who's that? Like Sean oh, that knew. Episode six. And you know, he like, knew what season. So yeah. he's a little too calculated. And I think because yeah. of that, he comes across as a little disingenuine. Understood. Yeah. Because it just feels very like he's thought he's like spent way too much time calculating this. understood yes 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 well rachel's vibing right away and when i tell you i am shook i am shook I, it's I, so weird i did not see rachel being interested in sean coming from a mile away no a no. mile away and i and I, i'm sorry sean but rachel i'm like no rachel please somebody else <laughs> well then uh will shows up and a lot of the people they don't know who will is but will is here to have his moment because pizza pete took his moments from him before so now will is coming out and gonna have his moment and will was also hot stuff on the sand right off the top (laughs) he was the kylie all of a sudden he was just like he had options and yeah the the hot come on the two hot commodity ladies were like swooning over him i I know will the least recognizable face next to Sam. Yes. All of a sudden is the guy. The guy. The guy. And I was like. And you know, Brayden knew he. Brayden, Brayden was freaking out. L- l- like, you know, in his heart, Brayden was like, oh, God, no. Like, I. Brayden knew in his heart that he was going to come down and every woman would go for him. And in fact, he was on a lot of the women's lists. But Will came out, and I think he has just such great energy, too. And obviously, he's a cute guy. But, like, he has such great energy that everyone kind of was drawn to Will right away. Blown away. Brayden was, I think, taken aback by how little he was pursued. Uh Hence, when he made the comment later, I just want to be liked for who I am. Mm -hmm. When he was talking to Wells, and then Wells encouraged him to go meet with someone. And then he made the move to cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're seeing Braden for the first time on his back heels a little bit. 100%. He gets down to the beach and no one's talking to him. Which is shock. I I, I thought everyone. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that these people are actually here for more of a real reason than he even thought. He thought, oh, I'm kind of a hot commodity. I'm probably one of the most talked about people in Bachelor Nation right now. I'm going to walk down. People are going to lose their minds. He walks down and ends up kind of sitting there. I know. Oh, Kylie just goes and talks to Will. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know. He's got multiple women he probably thought was going to love him and then didn't even talk to him or barely even talk to him. I know. And he's in his head. I know. And he's talking about being wanted. I'm like, being wanted? You're like, <laughs> I thought, you, you know, so it was yeah. an interesting. <laughs> it was. Well, Kylie comes down. 
she lets JP know that she wants Avon, right? Right off the yes. top, she's like, I'm here for Avon. And bless her, they did not deliver Avon on the first night. Um, on the uh, for first sand, they make her wait for a second. And she's saying she's already down for a proposal. She's like, if he'd propose, I'd probably say yes. Like, she is all Avon, and I, I do not blame her, obviously, from what we've seen of Avon. a lot of pressure, Avon. though. What do you mean? Well, like... Oh, for, know, uh, for Avon? For anything. For both. Mm. Like, it's a lot of pressure. If you look at someone online for long enough... Yeah. And you put them in, a, in like, a um, pedestal in your mind... Yeah. It's almost impossible to live up to that. Like, but imagine I'm saying, if it ends I'm saying being, looks aside. But imagine his, if it ends up being better. Sure. I'm just saying like your brain explodes. If a, w- when Avon comes down. Yeah. Like it actually could be like Will was a surprise. Therefore, there's, a, there's it goes from zero to 100 because you're like, I didn't, I didn't even know who you were. Now, all of a sudden, I'm blown away by how great you are with Avon. He's already at a 10. What can he do that could possibly exceed her idolizing him? Yeah. So there is a little bit of it'll be interesting to see because we know he comes down at the end. Yeah, to see what their chemistry is like in person. To see if it's good enough because it could be like, oh, I like him. But actually, Will has been blowing yeah, him out of the water. Like maybe they don't have great chemistry in, in person. Exactly. You have no idea if you even like his personality. So in some ways that could work against or for Will. Very true. I didn't really think about that. That's very true. Well, she walks down. Aaron's obsessed. Yeah. Okay. Will is obsessed. Aaron already is like letting pitching being her San Diego realtor. I mean, and then yeah. Will's pulling her aside and they have a great conversation. As soon as Brayden comes down and, you know, puts his scarf around JP, he goes straight to Kylie, doesn't talk to the guys. The guys are tripping. Now Aaron is already like, oh, no, he does like the pass by where he's like, how's paradise? And it's just so awkward because <laughs> brutal too. this is where I was a little bit like Aaron. He's like, how dare he pull her? He's like, he, like, Brayden well, he was her. doing the whole like he didn't talk to us first, which I get. That I was get, that. But but, like, what know. did he expect to talk to you? You guys hate him. That's true. Like, you think he's going to come over and be like, boys, how you been? I know you absolutely fucking hate me. Let's let's hang. It's like, it's no, very true. It's very like true. it was a little bit like, boys, let's not be like for him and Sean to be so obsessed with him coming down. I know it puts it's a, such a bad move. It puts you immediately in the like, you're not here to talk to people. You're right. here to like be in your head. Well, about someone and else. we, by the way, you know, we knew that Aaron was going to be the love bug because yeah. he right away was like, I'm so into Kylie. And then he started talking to Eliza once Eliza came down and he was like, I'm actually vibing with Eliza. And then we catch him later making out with Mercedes. But then we see a preview with him with Eliza. He's just so like, Aaron. Aaron's the love bug. He, he wants to find he love. He falls in love in 10 seconds. He falls in love in 10 seconds. And God bless him. I really hope that he finds love on the beach. I agree. Because I agree. he seems like a really great guy who just wants to wants to find his wife. Okay. But when Brayden pulled Kylie, yeah. I thought there was a very interesting moment where He's talking about like, you know, the guys probably are tripping out that he's there. Da, 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 da. And she right away goes, well, I don't really like drama. And I felt like in that moment, Kylie was like, I'm not into you, Brayden. Okay. I felt immediately that she was like, no, Brayden for me. The second he came down and she could tell there was tension. And then he brought up the tension, which I don't think that was a fault of his. No. But I think she literally just was like, I don't want to start off in this messy situation. I'm not interested which, by the way, is a true sign of someone who really doesn't like the drama. She's very chill. She's the true sign of someone who doesn't like the drama. It's like, I can smell drama on you from a mile away. And so you're not going to be on, uh, you're not a potential for me. And I don't it's get caught happen. up in the like allure of someone who's had a lot of screen time. or exactly. like. So then Eliza comes down, Greer, Mercedes, Mercedes. 
Mercedes. <laughs> the second Mercedes promo showed up. Evan and I were both like, Mercedes is like ridiculous. So stunning. It's like, how are you a pig farmer? It really doesn't. Make she does sense. like she does. She shows pigs at yeah, like I'd the county just fair. Say she's a pig farmer. It just it's a it's got to be fake. There's no way that woman is just like working with pigs in middle America. Like no, like all the farm guys are just like, have you seen? that lady who has pigs at that other farm like it's like a movie she's like oh i'm i might like i'm in between being a supermodel <laughs> in paris or pig farming like i, I don't know i'm just kind of working though i haven't decided on what i want to do yet you, i remember during during uh, her season you just would every once in a while be like oh my god remember how she was like showing pigs you're like how like it just doesn't she's make just sense one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen in my life that's what i'm saying she's so out of control good looking and then you're just it's like absurd like she's just bringing her like you know pigs down to the local like area to show them and like all these people are at the fair going like what is this is this like a reality tv show like did i have a, am i missing something it's crazy oh she's so stunning um and then Aaron S. shows up. But of course, you know, I feel like Aaron S. Aaron is just there to show off his gains. Like he's the type of guy that because he even made mention later on in the episode and this killed me. It was like I don't know, a cut of something. And he was talking to someone about like, what do you guys want? What do you girls actually want? And it killed me because he's going he's going like this. He's going, I've spent so much time in the gym. I'm absolutely massive. And still. I can't figure this girl thing out. Like he's going, I thought that's what they wanted. I read on alphamail.com that they wanted muscles and I got the muscles and it's still not happening. Like he's talking to the girls, like pleading with them. Like, what <laughs> do you fucking want from me? Like he's like literally going, I've done everything. I wake up at six. I take ice baths. I do all the things that the internet tells me women want and then they still don't want it. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like that is him in a, in just an absolute Aaron nutshell. S had the most disgusting line of the episode. I looked at you and I was like, ew, dude, like, what does that mean? He goes, when the next, the sun came out, the next day dawned and he goes, wakey, wakey, grab your snakey. Yeah, like that is And some I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, that's dude. some shit you say, you know, if you're just in like a frat house at 22. Like that's what I'm saying. He still I've is just never, is wondering. That, I've never heard that in my life. No, no one's ever heard of that. Wakey, it's because he made it up and he thought it was hilarious. And he doesn't understand why that absolutely repulses women. That's because he's there for the boys. Let's be real. Oh, he's that so there for the boys. That dude is a boys first guy. He's a guy that he's loves there for the boys. beers with the boys more than anything. He's so there for the boys. He's like, he just, he's unbelievable. Oh my God, I'm crying. Um, next is Peter. Okay, which by the way, nothing happened. This is no. The, uh, this is the FP Peter, by the way. This is the FP Peter. No, didn't seem like any awkward interaction when he was talking to the guys none of them seemed angry at him so i'm wondering if something is does explode on the beach because you'd think that you would have seen at least in the first episode when he came down that everybody would have been like oh god here he is and we didn't yeah. get any of that so something must happen something's got to happen that brings all of this up yeah um then cat comes down we feel that tension with brooklyn for a second we don't really see them interact so we'll see what goes down with that um and then sam shows up jesse literally says who are you i believe yeah he literally is like i'm so sorry i don't know who you are <laughs> and um sam you know again we talked about it on our uh, on our bachelor in paradise cast 
breakdown episode, but Sam is from Clayton's season. Um, and she was, I believe, the night one because she left on her own accord the first night. I mean, she's definitely SD crew. So I'm wondering if, you know, she knows maybe the Aaron's, the Braden's, yeah, maybe yeah. they already have, maybe there's something already kind of going on there. Who knows? We'll see if that's a whole thing. Um, and then Olivia shows up. Olivia um, was Zach season, I believe, left night one. We were obsessed with her in the cast bios. And I got to tell you, Olivia came out and we'll get into it in a few minutes here about then the whole the love triangle with Olivia, Will and Kylie. But I love Olivia. Love her. I think Olivia so is fantastic fantastic reality tv energy she, when you're talking sucking toes within three minutes you're a fun person <laughs> you're diving you're straight time. i mean she came right out and let's yeah. let's also make something clear here so sam we saw sam come out and sam was like i'm feeling kind of the nervous rash and i'm coming yeah. down because you gotta think about this sam left night one so you're not you you didn't have the experience of being in the environment of the bachelor bachelorette for two months straight when you just had a had one night you don't have like a how for like a rachel for instance was on the show on bachelor and then was the bachelorette like you're very very much more comfortable very new. so sam was like i got the nervous rash olivia also was a night one and the way olivia came down and was so comfortable immediately just came down Zipped up to Will, hopped on the daybed, was making all the jokes about sucking the toes. Olivia was day off. one too. Yes. Whoa. Like that's what For I'm some saying. Reason I thought she was way more. Olivia is reality TV wow. gold. Okay. She is reality TV gold. Okay. She's amazing. I love her. And so she comes down, and Will immediately is smelling her. Okay. Yeah. He is sniffing the air as she walks by, <laughs> and she. She was on his list of people yeah. he was interested in. Um, and he's already talked to Kylie. So he starts sniffing around. And um, him and Olivia, you know, they go to that day bed. Like you said, there's the toe second conversation happens, of which was brought up extremely playfully. It, it felt like a mutual bringing up of the toe sucking. Because he brought up the toes. So he it was, brought it up was, the toes. That's the thing that I feel like is lost in this whole drama with Will and Olivia, Olivia. and Kylie is that like, you know, it was very mutual. Like the whole yes, thing was the very whole mutual. Thing was very mutual. Uh, but as much as it was mutual, a lot of it was led by him. So he brought up the toes. She joked about the toe sucking. Yeah, she didn't just like shove her feet in his mouth. <laughs> he kissed her. Yes. Asked to kiss. And actually, I rewatched because I was like, I want to know what the deal is again. I didn't really catch it. He asked to kiss her. Mm -hmm. She said, like, not no, but like maybe later. Then he went in for the kiss and she loved it. But it was like, it wasn't like she was like, it was kind of portrayed later that she was forcing this all on this him. This whole kind toe of conversation. Whereas like he said, wow, you're like your toes. They look really nice. And then she said, do you want to suck them? Being funny. Right. And then he brought up the kiss and then she's like, no, maybe later. And then he kissed her and then she loved it. So it was very like him kind of led. Yes. Towards those things. She went with him and took him maybe to a different level. But even still like, he was the leader in those advances talking about those things in those things. So later on, you know, it's it's like it's something of note. I just think it's important. Yeah. In the whole conversation, you know, so I do feel like 
as we get into this, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, rewatching it, I have yeah. a new outlook on it for sure. Sure, 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 sure. And I, I, uh, I just felt like watching their daybed conversation, I felt like he brought up the toes. She then made a whole funny thing about it with the toe sucking, which ended up becoming like the theme of the episode. And everyone was talking about toe sucking to the point then where all of us were like, okay, we're done with the toe sucking. Like, like is, is this sponsored really by like WikiFeet, which shout out, they should sponsor the show. My God, great promo for WikiFeet. Yeah. Um, but but it was super playful and then he was laughing about it and it was like well maybe and if your toes weren't dirty the yeah. whole thing was very was very mutual playful it felt very fun and i thought that their vibe you and i looked at each other and we were like oh like whoa they're like day one like walking away from the day bed holding hands yes like i was like oh they're like first couple on the beach <laughs> that's kind of the energy yeah. that i was getting Okay, we'll get into that more in a moment. But um, then Jess came down, and I called this in our in our episode previously. Sean immediately pounced. Yes, I knew he was going to. Um, and then after Jess, Blake is here. Dude. Blake is here. Yeah, all have, the girls lost their mind. They were like, "Holy shit, he's hot!" And I love this for Blake so much because Blake always gets this narrative of, "Oh my god." Blake's back. Blake's been on the show so many times. I'm like, first of all, why he's, is that a bad narrative? Why, too, first of all, well, why is that a bad thing? Also, there's tons of people who have done the show multiple times. So why does Blake get this narrative? Also, you should only get the narrative if you suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're like unpleasant, he's and, very pleasant. And, so therefore, why should we? Why should that be a narrative that he's around too much? It's yeah. Like, what's what's the awesome. deal with that? And he's got a great vibe. So I was literally, I was alive and living for the fact that Blake came down and had the moment where all the girls were like absolutely crushing on him yeah. and like talking about his thighs and all the women yeah, like, check out the stems on that king and <laughs> yeah they like, Whoa. and they were all just like he's so gorgeous he's so gorgeous it made me so happy because he seems like a very you know he's a very likable person he <sighs> his job is likable as hell he's his he's the, all of his energy everything with his conservation everything online is so incredible if you don't follow blake you got to follow blake i've preached this for years I'm like you got to follow blake on instagram because he's, he's like a mini steve Irwin. one guy's dope he's incredible yeah. like he really is um which then ultimately i know i'm jumping ahead but blake and jess end up connecting yeah. and are making out which I was shocked by. Yeah. I did not see this coming from a mile away is the Jess and Blake connection. I was like, yeah. I don't know. In my head, I was thinking maybe Blake and Mercedes. Mm. That was kind of what I had in my in my head. So so the whole the Jess one surprised me. Uh, I, I guess it doesn't I, shock me that much. I don't know. I don't know what it, I, I don't know what it is. It just really surprised me. Mm, okay. I don't know what to say. They're kind of, it's we'll kind of two see. sweetie pies. True. They're both very sweet. So everyone is officially here um, and we find out then that the men are going to be handing out the roses. Now, after this happens, everyone's kind of chatting. The men are chatting together. The women are chatting together. Kylie now is having to come to the conclusion that Avon is not here. Yeah. And that also means that Avon might never show up. Obviously yeah. we end up finding out later that's that he does come Which down. Which is brutal because it's right after oh the Oh my date. God. So the it's not like, oh, all. two weeks in where <laughs> no. like they really felt It's like they just connected and then <laughs> her dream guy is coming down. Worst case scenario for Will because he just burned the bridge with Olivia too. So it's like, it's oh my so God. brutal. But she then is kind of having to be like, okay, I guess I'm probably might not meet Avon now and it's the men's turn to give away the rose. So, like, I got to try to kind of make a yeah. connection here with somebody. And she brings up that she did like Will. 
Um, and she ends up giving Will kind of like a hard time. Like, you got to make it up to me. Will's at this point starting to panic. He's like, oh, no, I kissed Olivia. And now I don't know if I want to be with Olivia. I also want to get to know Kylie. And Will is experiencing Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. <laughs> essentially. He really messed up with the kiss. Yeah. He wouldn't have kissed her. It would have just been fun, flirty conversation about toes. Yes. And it would have been fun. But yes. it, you could have totally played it off as just like, we're having fun. I'm having fun with everybody. The kiss was like, the that was the missile. Yeah, it cinched everything. Well, we have Peter, by the way, who in this conversation makes a comment. And he's kind of like, I would be like all after. He's like, that'd be sexy, dude. <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, I think that's hot. He's like, I'd be all after Olivia after the whole toe situation. So I'm wondering if then there's a that's Peter later, pursuit. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Um, the date card, though, but of course, the producers are out here because the date card is given to Kylie. And Kylie is like, I really don't want to upset anybody. Um, she's being thoughtful, which I loved to hear. She was like, okay, I know that like Olivia was talking about that she had had a kiss with Will. Here's the bottom line. <laughs> Watching this episode, my Libra was showing, Okay. My Libra is showing, and I feel like people are going to be mad with my take. But you know what? I don't care. Okay. Remember, escape rooms alone. Oh yeah. I don't care. You can't. Hurt, you can't hurt me. Can't hurt me when I've already hurt myself too much. <laughs> you can't hurt me. You can be mad with my take. I don't care. My take, probably an unpopular opinion. I get everyone's perspective in this. Yeah. Which is my Libra. Yeah. But I, I get everyone's perspective. Yeah, I understand Kylie's side. Mm -hmm. I understand Will's side, and I understand Olivia's side. And I feel like this drama was actually really mild, and there wasn't anything that was like no one did anything terribly wrong. And I get everyone's perspective. Sorry, yeah. I do. I get Kylie's perspective where it's like, hey, I am really interested in getting to know Avon, but he's not here now, so. I have a connection with Will and the men are giving the roses away and he's the person I connected with the most. And so I'm going to take him on a date. But, you know, I don't want to hurt Olivia, but also it's been less than 24 hours. Yeah, I get Will's perspective being like, it's only the first day and I want to get to know a bunch of people. And it was just the first day. Like, it was just a kiss. Like, yeah. this is how paradise works, right? I'm going to get to know Kylie. And then I get Olivia's perspective <laughs> being like, I came down here and this guy immediately kissed me, took my hand. We kind of walked into the sunset together. And now he's not even going to have a conversation with me before he leaves. Sure. Yeah. It's the first day. But can you not just like talk to me? I My feelings would be really hurt because yeah. my, my hopes would have been up. And I saw people being like, oh, my gosh, she's acting like they've been together for forever. And I'm like, number one, I think. Olivia is like just so entertaining. So she's giving it to us in these ITMs. She's making this sand fun. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. But I, I also I get why she was frustrated. Mm -hmm. I would have my feelings hurt, too, because I would kind of be like you'd hear Jesse Palmer say guys have the rose. And I'd be like, whoo, I'm the only one locked in here right now. Will and I had a great time. Yeah. So I sorry. I get everybody's perspective. 
So. Here's here's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I have a little bit more of a pointed uh, opinion on it. Okay. I think that Kylie is blameless. I don't think Kylie owed anyone an explanation. If yes. I'm just being super honest with you, for sure. Um, I personally think that, like, sure, could she have gone over to Olivia and said, "I heard you kissed him." Is this yeah, okay? Yeah, sure, sure. That would have been like the most you know student of the year thing to do sure sure but i i don't think it's, no you know no. so that i think kylie and kylie was so sweet that she was like concerned and scared and didn't want to hurt anybody blah, blah blah olivia i think what happened with olivia was that she was shocked by the connection mm-hmm. i think she was i think she was like holy shit i did not expect to connect with someone this yeah. quickly yeah and i think she immediately was like blown away by how she much was she surprised felt. yeah yeah and the fact that he made this big initiation to kiss her made her feel this is mutual yes five minutes later he immediately walks away from her and goes on a date and is super excited i think his point of view is correct if he wouldn't have kissed her if he wouldn't have kissed her, he could have played off on the whole, like, we had a fun, we had a flirty yeah. day, we talked about toes, and now not this this girl that I actually have been thinking about for a long time asked me out. The issue is that he took the initiation to kiss her, and it was very, like, intense and kind of romantic. And so I feel like he set her up to yeah. be heartbroken, because it was like, we had this crazy connection, you were super flirty with me, you ended up making out with me, and then 10 minutes later, you're, like, super excited to go on this date, and again... If he just would have walked over to Olivia and said, by the way, I had a great time with you today. Like, you're awesome. But obviously, it's day one, and we're really trying to just explore all our connections. So I'm going to go on this date and just kind of see if it's something that it's really important to me. Um, But I really did have a good time with you today. Yeah. It probably would have sufficed about 80% of the issue that Olivia had. But the fact that he didn't even look at her after 10 seconds ago, I would have tweaked as well. If I met a girl who I thought was absolutely gorgeous, we're flirting like crazy, and then she makes out with me. I'm thinking we got something pretty special here. Yeah. If we're not making out after we both gotten broken up with or it's day right, seven. Right. Day one. Within yeah. 20 minutes. The chemistry you're making was out, high. The chemistry's banging. And you're probably like, wow, I haven't had this in a long time. This is pretty rare. Boom. And then the fact that two seconds later, if she would have just ditched me and then gone on the state, and not even looked at me, I would have felt tweaked. Yeah. So I know my initial reaction was Olivia's too sensitive. Yeah. The more I sat with it, the more I go. Oh, I'd feel the same way. And then when he came, I also understand from his perspective a little bit where it's like, hey, it's day one. Like, I just was having fun with you. But he could have played it so much better by preemptively saying, hey, like, I really like you a lot. But, you know, we're here for the that's, fun. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I really like Will a lot. I yeah, think he seems too. like a great guy. And I think no he, one was like mean here. No, just, that's what I'm saying. I, but I think he I think <clears> I feel that from you, too, like where he got a little bit caught up in like these two stunning women are interested in me. A little bit caught up in it. And I think he put Kylie on a pedestal. So when all of a sudden she picks him, it was like, whoa. Right. The moment that I didn't love was when um, when Will then did pull uh, pull Olivia and Olivia was clearly not stoked. Um, and then he obviously she's like, started. Fine. <laughs> she, fine. She's, How are you? Fine. I'm fine. And he started to kind of spiral because she wasn't reacting the way that he wanted to. And, you know, the lesson in that being like, hey. You can't put expectations of how someone's going to react. If you want to come to apologize, you have to know that someone might have a boundary up where they're not ready to talk to you yet. You initiated it with her. You said you wanted to talk to her. She didn't pull you to talk. Yeah. You talk. You pulled her to talk, and she's not stoked. So if you really genuinely want to apologize, you got to know that she you might, might not. Reaction you don't she like. might not be be thrilled about the situation, and then, but then he started to then do the whole kind of like. 
well, Kylie and I had this really serious, great moment together. And like you were just like kind of and then he made it almost project on her like she was pushing something that he didn't like the toe sucking, which was just so not the case. It was and just I, it was panic moves. It, it, was it like, felt like he was panicking. He was, instead of just being like, you know what? <clears throat> I should yeah. have talked to you before. I'm sorry. And I really like you a lot. But I also like her a lot. I'm going to see what happens. I felt like he was digging <clears throat> the grave deeper in that conversation by like, Almost. Well, then. you were kind of forcing the toes on me, right, and which was so not you know, true. we really didn't talk about that much anything deep. You know, to be honest with you, and you and know that, right? Like he was trying Kylie, to, yeah. Like, yeah he was, was just, he was trying to diminish with a connection that they had had, and move. so I didn't think that that was a great move. But again, here's my thing. I sorry, <clears throat> I love all three of them. Me too. And so what I'm really hoping is that whatever drama goes down, yeah. that it doesn't make them not like each other because these are three of like my favorite people. Agreed. So I'm a little bit like, oh God, I hope that this doesn't end up causing some sort of riff. The vibe that I'm getting, and I just have a guess, I think this day one drama is going to wash away real quick. Yeah. I think one of them is going to wind up with Avon. And the other one is going to wind up with someone else. And unfortunately for Will, I think Will will get sent home when it's the women's week. I think it's the classic. Like, if he doesn't beat Avon, it's over. Because I think if Avon <clears throat> gives his rose to either uh, Olivia or um, Kylie, another guy is going to give Kylie yeah. or Olivia a rose. And then the next week, I feel like Will might be kind of it's always dangerous to go after the top dogs you know what i mean like if you're gonna go after kylie you gotta be careful because you could throw all the eggs in the basket yep. but if every single guy is going for kylie you gotta know that every guy coming down on that beach is a possible threat and could get you eliminated and if you haven't put any time into any other ladies relationship you're gonna end yeah. or you burned someone like yep. olivia now although other women are gonna be like Ooh, i don't know if i fuck with will you got because then I'll be one. honest with you. I'll be honest with you personally. So when Olivia and or sorry, when um Kylie and and Will had their date and they were talking after he fell in the fountain. Oh my god, brutal. But but very but also heartwarming. You know what I mean? Like I do like that. Those moments are funny because it does break the ice and make you kind of like <laughs> that, feel open. That was actually wild. It was like a full body like, too. He fully he came out, Evan, and he was soaked top to bottom it's not like you stepped in water it's like you're you're up to your your his face was dripping the man the was face. absolutely drenched like his whole head his whole body he was soaked soaked <laughs> there was no coming back and i i did love his reaction he was, he like, was like someone take he's like me uh, away. he's like i'm so embarrassed i think uh, he's yeah. sweet i, like, I him. like him a lot i do i like all three of them, like you said yeah i love them all um but their date i felt like there was chemistry yes in like the sense that they're both attracted to each other but I'll be real with you. Nothing compared to Olivia. I felt like Olivia and Will had way better like Not even chemistry. I am I feel like there's a chance when Will might have just burned that bridge. But I feel like Kylie and Avon, I can see it. Olivia and Will, I can see it. Maybe. Will Will has probably been stalking her on Instagram. <laughs> sure. But a little bit of an Avon vibe. Yes. Where it's like he put her on a pedestal to where yeah. he just goes, oh my God, she actually likes me. Yeah. That's actually what's happening more than like the Olivia connection was 10 times more powerful. It seemed over camera versus chemistry. It didn't seem like electric. It seemed like nice. No, it, it seemed it seemed sweet. good, but it wasn't to me anything like the electricity of the other two. dangerously not powerful enough to get saboteured by someone else coming in. Well, That's what and I'm so then we have Olivia talking in the rooms because her heart hurts she's frustrated um she's like avon i'm gonna get avon she, she, well she's she goes 
she's like, Will, he's just a rose holder for right now. Because she knows. Ooh, she's like, she Kylie knows is that just, Kylie. And again, yeah. I don't fault Kylie for that at all. No. Like, Avon's not there. She's getting to know other people. That's what the beach is about. You got to know. You got to get to know all the people. But Olivia knows. But Olivia knows that if Avon comes down, it's over. It's over. And he's coming down. And the fact that then they left us on that cliffhanger with Avon walking down and Olivia's going like, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go on a date with Avon. Perfect. Incredible television. I'm excited. Incredible television. And yes, is Olivia, you know, kind of doing the thing where she's like, I'm going to get to know I Avon. I love that because too. Because you know what? It's fantastic TV. But also, I have to say, I have to have a moment here. Olivia mentioned too that Avon had been on her list yes, too. Yes, of course. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of chatter next week about people being like, you know, she's only going after Avon to hurt Kylie, blah, blah, blah. I would imagine, I think there's hurt there for sure. I'm not discounting that. But she said Avon was on her list too. Yes. So both of them had Avon on their list. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of ladies who when Avon comes yeah, down are going to be like. you. <laughs> including me. Who will be like, Ashante, nice to meet you. Exactly. Exactly. So it'll be wild. We'll see how some of these other relationships start to kind of, um, you know, suss out. We see. Um, Aaron with Mercedes at the end here, even yeah. though he had been talking to Eliza, Jess and Blake, Sean and Rachel, they ended up making out. I was blown away. I think it's going to be a fun um, season. Brayden and Kat, that conversation was bananas mm-hmm. to me. I couldn't, The that was, that conversation was him being just like, yeah, you know, I don't even like. This it. was their conversation. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. They never said anything except just like make noises to each other and like, then they made out. And they're, mm. they're kind of meant for each other, I'll be honest with you. I kind of mm. love them together. I know, I kind of do too. But like, yeah, he's just like, I don't even like know how to flirt. And he's just like whipping like, his hair please. back and leaning out. And she's like, you're so funny. <laughs> just oh like God. this. I'm like, this is so crazy. She's just like, and I love the zinger she kind of threw at him when she's like, you know what's crazy is like, I know everyone like hates your earrings. I love them. And he's like, uh oh. He's like, they do. I know everyone thinks you're horrible, but I kind of like horrible guys. He's like, what? That was, yeah. Yeah, I know. She's kind of a zinger, dude. She'd like come over to our house and be like, you know what? I've always loved little houses. And just like <laughs> she, something cozy about well, little houses. I don't like big houses that are like expansive and gorgeous. I like little houses because it's just kind of cozy, like a, like a, I don't know, like a fort. And you'd be like, and you know Thanks. what's funny is then she said, she's like, I like Brayden. He's got like golden retriever energy. Like that's, that's a little but jab. The, well, and I mean, I don't take it as a jab but because as I, a, but I say that about definitely people. take it as a jab. Well, no, but this is what I'm like, saying. What? I say that about people that I find to be lovely. Like they've got golden retriever energy, but here's my thing. I think with cat, Brayden will have golden retriever energy. He already showed it. He's I like, think he's literally like crawling up to her. Being I like, think Kisses? she is going to be holding that guy like a carrot, carrot in yeah. front of him and he will do anything. Agreed. But also at the same time, we saw clips at some point of him on a date with Rachel. Yeah. So who knows? I'm getting the vibe that she's got the carrot in front of him, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm excited. I cannot wait. Good season. Both seasons. Very excited. So excited. Um, and make sure to also join us on Wednesday because we will be coming out with a recap of the most recent episodes of Love is Blind. I am so excited. Let's go. Um, and family, please. Family, don't be mad at us. Please don't be mad at us. Family, I'm just looking at the time and we have to get our kiddo from 
or auntie, the babysitter yes. for right now. We will now. do a call home. I know. I said we were, I keep saying we're going to do more call homes and I then know. we end up bailing and I feel horrible. There's so much to cover. We're letting down the family. We'll do it next time. I promise. I promise we're going to do it next episode. Please, please don't unsubscribe. Please, please love us. Love you all. <laughs> we love you so much, family. Thanks for, uh, Hanging in with us with yeah, all these fun. with all these recaps. I'm so excited. I, I'm loving Love is Blind. I'm loving The Golden Bachelor. I'm loving VIP. Ooh. Like I feel like I haven't been this stoked and satisfied in a hot mm. minute. Love ya. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.